this is Crichton, and you're listening to Nerd Corner. Marvelous. Down on the corner. Nerd in the street. It is that guy from Dodgeball. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nerd Corner. I'm JD, he's Cameron Smith, and we're the best, we're the beautiful, we're the only, and we're back, and it's exciting. And so to celebrate that, we're doing a three-parter where we watch Avatar. We weren't, we weren't going to watch Avatar, we were just going to talk about it. And then I had to call in a ringer, and Cam said to me, how long has it been since you've seen it, Cam? Um, when it came out on DVD. So 2009. <laughs> so hard to do an analysis of a film you've only seen twice. Yeah, twice is enough. Twice is enough. Um, I watched it again over two nights during the week to get a handle on it, and it's... We're going to have a long time. Um, we've got a talking point I want to cover as a part of a new segment we do as a kickoff on the show, which I didn't even mention to you earlier while we were busy talking about what we think the various ships on the Enterprise of Star Trek smell like. I want to talk about spoilers. Oh, okay. All right, what... Because we had an issue today where a guy we know posted on Facebook about I don't want to see any spoilers for something. And it's the third time this week I've seen something come up about I don't want to see spoilers, don't give me anything spoiled. What do you think is the moratorium on a spoiler right. in a reasonable amount of time? Um, like it depends in context as to, to what it is. Like, if it, if it's a movie, give it two to three weeks. Yeah, before posting, like before doing a public post about it on the internet or whatever. Well, even then, sort of posting, if you're going to post something on the internet, on something that's still in cinemas, put up something like spoiler alert. Yeah. At the start, the very start, you know, say Star Wars spoiler alert. Fair enough. Um, if it's a sporting event... It's your own bloody fault. It's it's one of those things. It's if you care enough that you don't want it spoiled and you've recorded it to watch later, it's your own responsibility to avoid yeah. the internet. But like movies, while they're cinema, TV series are another issue. I think that's very similar to the sports issue. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know with TV. I mean, movies, I think... Fair game. Sorry, the cat's hanging around, as she inevitably does. Um... I think a movie is fair game once it's been out on DVD for a week. Yeah. Yeah, okay. If you're desperate enough to try and avoid spoilers for this thing and you didn't make it to the movies, you haven't trained it before it comes out on DVD and it's been out on DVD for a week, you can't then get pissy at someone for posting something about it on, yeah. on the internet. It's like when Force Awakens came out, I went out of my way to not post anything about Han dying or any of the big reveals. Until about a fortnight after it had been out on DVD and there'd been a million and one memes, suddenly it becomes fair game. Yeah. Even though I knew that people on my Facebook list hadn't seen it, I'm sorry, if you haven't seen it by that point on your own head bet. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe a TV series as well. It could be the rule until the next episode comes out. You've usually got a solid week to watch it. Yeah, I mean, this is especially a cardinal sin of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Which I don't watch, but everyone else seems to. Guilty. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and uh, uh, I, don't, I don't dislike Game of Thrones. It's just not my thing and I don't watch it. But it's the big one of as soon as it goes up, as soon as an episode goes live, you've got about six hours yeah. before there's memes and posts. and But that's your Game of Thrones is an anomaly. Not really. I mean, I used to be chronic for it, watching Arrow. I would post my reactions to things that weren't necessarily spoilerific. Yeah. Well, it's the same with like, um, like you know, I still watch wrestling and stuff like that and yeah, if I miss an, an episode or whatever like watching it live which inevitably we do because I'm in Australia and I have a full time job correct if I open social media and I'm, it's on live at midday on a fucking Tuesday yeah yeah, 10 a.m. Uh, Tuesday and 10 a.m. Wednesday two live shows I'll have at least one match per thing spoiled for me especially if a title changes hands or just, something big happens yeah just social media it's just what happens yeah and being friends with a lot of wrestlers that also happens um I think spoilers is 
It's point now. It's on your own head, really, to avoid things. It's just pure and simple. If you're desperate enough to do it, like obviously there are extenuating circumstances, like you can't make it because you're stuck in hospital or something. Yeah, that's different. That, that's fair enough, but it's it's an inevitability. You will have things spoiled for you. Yeah, get pissy about it, but so I think your movies and your TV are your biggest. I mean, sporting events, as you say, on your own head, but yeah. Yeah. If you care enough, you will avoid. You can't just post something, or if somebody else posts a response or something about it, say, for example, what was it today that everyone was talking about? The UFC fight with Sam Pump. Yeah, is <laughs> posting the responses from that. You probably should record your, your analysis of that whole situation. It'd just know, be me laughing. This is going to be a three-hour episode anyway. It's not. I'm going to break it across three. Um, what was my point? Sporting. Sporting events. You know the results. I knew the result of that. I have no interest in UFC. But I'd know, I knew the result within 10 minutes of it ending, just from seeing Facebook well, and Twitter. You'd sent me something while I was still at the club watching the event. There was there was still two more there was two more fights after that fight, and you'd already sent me something yeah. in relation to it. And but that's only because I'd seen you tweet about it first. Uh, well, it was pretty vague. It was... Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that you'd, you'd done a tweet about it meant that I knew that you knew the result. Yeah. But still, like, it was, but I, I, got a, I got a message from somebody that we know that basically just said CM Punk lost. Now, I haven't talked to this guy in weeks, right, or probably months now, because I catch up with him occasionally. But yet, out of the blue, I get a text message from him about the, the, re- the response, the result, rather, of this USC thing. Yeah. That's a dick move. Mm-hmm. It's like, how did he know... That you hadn't seen it. That's right. Now, I've got a I've got a buddy who he's learned now, but would basically would send me a message in regards to Raw or SmackDown or something like that, or even some fights that I may have missed. But he'll send me a message, and it would start off with a, a, basically a spoiler yeah. straight away. I've sort of I've sort of trained him to do the like I'll send him if I go to talk about it, I'll send him messages first. Have you seen the results? Have you seen this? Have you seen that? Because that's a direct to that person. Mm-hmm. It, not like a seeing it pop up on your Facebook feed or yeah. whatever. There was, yeah, because it's just a, a message alert. You don't know what that's entailing. It opens up. Here's, an, here's the results for something. How do you know that person hasn't seen it? That sort of thing is a bit different. My version of the Game of Thrones things, and it works for Nate as well that we record with, that we play D&D with, and everyone knows who Nate is, Wentworth. Neither of us watch Game of Thrones, but our equivalent of that is Wentworth. So, and he knows that I don't watch it on the Wednesday night or the Tuesday night or whatever it is. I'll watch it the next day. Yeah. Just just scheduling and whatnot. Or, and I know he records it and sometimes doesn't always get to it. So we'll start with, oh my God, Wentworth. And just yeah that. And then it's, oh my God, yes, I've seen it. And then we talk about it or I haven't seen it yet, but oh my God. And then we, if one of us has seen it, the other one hasn't, it's like, oh my God, it's going to be huge. Let me know when you've seen it. Yeah. Open with that. But, and that's why... I think you're right with a show like your Game of Thrones, your Wentworth, whatever else people are into. That seven-day window before the next episode comes out, Yeah. once that next episode passes, you can spoil the fuck out of the, the preceding season. Yeah. Now, what about just a show in general? If somebody, like, case in point, The Sopranos. If somebody hasn't watched The Sopranos by now, it's fair game to spoil it, or Breaking Bad, or things of that nature. Would you agree? Well, this is an interesting point. Um, so, I loved How I Met Your Mother, right? Yes, I have not seen the final season. I don't know who the mother is. Really? I am at that point where I have come this far without finding out who the mother is. Because people would start to talk about it, I would take it on myself to either block my ears, yep. leave the room, yep. do something like that. Um, and that's how many years now? Two. Yeah, at least two. So I really have to get around doing it. Yeah, and the difference is though, 
with you saying to me, I don't know anything about it, and you plan to get to it, yeah? That's that's different. I, w- I will now go out of my way to not tell you because I know you're working on it. But if it's a case of, if I was to post, uh, before we'd had this conversation, if I posted on Facebook about XYZ with the mother and the ending, you can't then get pissy at me for posting that because you haven't watched it. No, exactly. That's your moratorium. Yeah. But then you get that asterisk of like, um, Nate's just started watching Oz, right? The prison show. Yeah. Think about our conversations. Correct. That's right. Um, I will now not tell him things that happen in that show, and I'll try to avoid spoiling it because I know he's currently watching it. Yeah. Before he'd started it, fair game. Yeah. I think that qualifies as a rule. Yeah. It's, and when you talk to these people, like, when, when they're doing that, like, I've just started watching blah, 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 to put into instance, the, um, one of my employees, he all, dro- all, you know, power to him, he waited until the end of the later season of Game of Thrones to start watching, so he could do it all in a... The whole season, or the whole the show? Whole, the whole season. Right, so he could binge it. So he could That's fair enough, I'm doing it. that with Dark Matter and Killjoys. Well, so he could do it over the course of a couple of days, and so every day he'd come in, and rather than saying, how good was when blah 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 did blah 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 to blah blah blah, it was, where are you up to? What has just happened? And... I think that's a good way of doing it. It's a good way to not spoil things and to know how much you can talk, talk about. about. But a friend of mine's doing the same thing with Wentworth. She's working through season four, and I've seen all of it. And I went right. She's like, I'm up to episode seven, and I'm like, that doesn't help me. What's just happened? Because I because yep. it all runes together. Yeah. This is like X Y Z. I'm like, okay, cool. I know not to tell you. And at the moment, I'm still because I know people are still catching up with Wentworth. I won't talk about the end of the season because it was pretty huge and if people are working through it, so on and so forth. But yeah, I think people getting pissy over spoilers like posting on Facebook about the ending, Breaking Bad, I'm going to come back to it. If you haven't seen the end of Breaking Bad, too fucking bad. Yeah. Or things of that nature. I think once a a series finishes and it's had the finale, I reckon you've got probably six months to get caught up if you were working through it to start it and avoid spoilers, you're fucked. Yeah, exactly. It's... It's one of those things, it's really on your own. So yeah. if somebody starts talking about it, you can just, you can say plain out, I don't know if that person, um, you, know, you can say, I don't, I don't want to know. Yeah. You know, whatever. If that person's already in a conversation with other people, like there's a group of them. It's up to you there, to yourself. Cat, you dumb. All right. Well, you keep doing that point. I'm going to go and pick up that pile of stuff that the cat just knocked over. <laughs> yeah. So the theory is... If it's a, a group of people, you take yourself away from that. It's just like any other environment where you don't want to be a part of it, you don't want anything to do with it, you take yourself away from it. it it's up to you. Yep. You know, you're an adult. Yeah. It's, you can't have that mentality of, you took my toy before I could play with it. Yeah, pretty much. It's a, your, your social media is going to be your big thing. So like, case in point would be Force Awakens. Yeah. If you'd gone to the midnight screening, which you did, yeah. and then gotten home and gone, oh my god, I can't believe Han Solo died, and Kylo Ren is Ben and Leia, uh, is Han and Leia's daughter named Ben. Some daughter words. <laughs> that you can get pissy about. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's a fine line, but you're right, it's extricating yourself. I just wanted to, having had a friend of mine this morning posted something about the end of Orange is the New Black Season 4, which was, what, two, three months ago that show dropped or something? On Netflix, she posted something about the season finale because she's just finished it. Yeah. Somebody else is like, oh my God, I'm not up to that yet. What are you doing posting this? That's what sparked it today. And then we saw that second one and I'm like, hang on a minute. So I commented on the post. I'm like, the moratorium for spoilers on that show is well and truly over. Yeah. Especially, I think a binge watch show, like a show that drops like a Netflix exclusive, like your Daredevils, your Jessica Joneses, your Stranger Things. I reckon you've got about a week. Yeah. Before you, before you should start posting about it on the internet. So I think it comes down to a lot of just 
A, don't be a dick about the shit that you're posting because you know what's... what People should know what the line is without being a dick. Exactly. Like, as I say, if it's... Yeah, your midnight screenings, don't go and post a fucking synopsis. And if you're going to do a blog entry, title it as spoilerific. Yeah. So on and so forth. But if you're leaving it and don't then post, oh, I hope nobody spoils this event for me, or I saw the spoilers of this show that I'm a month and a half behind on, or yeah, just on your own head, fucking be it. Well, I think it comes down, it's things on both parts. Yeah. Don't go out of your way to post spoilers, like don't title your thing Hard Eyes. Yeah. Um, but then again, it's also up to the other person to have, you know, if you're that concerned yeah. about seeing it and being, you know, that you need to know this information that you've let it go. And in the end, it's a TV show or a movie. Yeah. It's not life or death. No, but I just thought, because I'd seen those two or three posts over the last few days, and I just thought, you know what, I want to talk about this. Yeah, although I, I do have to admit of getting really cranky about it one time, but this was a person with a dick move. Yeah. It was years ago, working, and there was a girl working next to me, and uh, this customer come through. And somehow we started talking about Harry Potter. It was just when the last book got released. Right. And. Well, that's. That, I'm going to come back to that. Continue. It was, it was about a day after it had been released. And so. And I'd been working 12 hour shifts, so I'd only been able to read a little bit. Yeah. I was talking to this customer about, you know, how we're enjoying it and stuff like that. And the girl who was working next to us comes out and says, Oh, isn't it. Um, I really thought it was crazy how blah, blah, blah happened and spoiled the ending for both of us. Yeah. And even though she'd overheard the conversation of us saying we haven't had a chance to finish We're it. only up to XYZ spot. We're only like halfway through it. Yeah. And then she blurts out and says, oh, I thought it was crazy that this happened and gave the ending away. I was like, well, that's just an utter dick move. You knew these people were trying to finish it and you spoiled the finish. Yeah. Straight away. And it was a day after it had come out. Yeah. Not everybody is going to be reading the full book in one day. Although it's Harry Potter, so you should probably do it. And it's, yes. I had that once, um, I'm going to come back to books in a sec, with a, with a Knights game when I still cared about League 10, 11 years ago. I'd been working crazy hours at my job and I'd, I queued or recorded the Knights game from the night before. Avoided all spoilers because social media was only sort of in its very infancy at that point. So I've got home, I'm like, right, I'm going to go watch last night's night game, avoid all the spoilers. My mother walks past the room like the lounge room door looks and goes, oh, this is, the, this is the game from last night. The Knights lost to that game and rattled off the score. That's handy. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, Mum. Click. It's like TV sh- uh, TV stations do this as well. Foxell have done this to me. Yeah. I was watching the replay of a UFC event and and I was just letting the ads go. For some reason, I decided not to fast forward the ads because I, I wanted to, you know, go up and pee or what, yeah. something or other. Anyway, there's a little, you know, news segment in the ads, how they do the little quick recap. Yeah, yeah. And it gave a quick recap of the fights that were in the process of them replaying. Yeah, right. Oh, no, no, that's why I didn't fast forward. It's because I was watching the replay that night rather than watching the recording. Yes, yeah, so I'm just like, why would you put that, yeah, who that segment in the replay that is currently being replayed. Same thing happened with WWE back in the day. Jeff Hardy won the IC title. This is when SmackDown was still recorded. First time Jeff won the IC title was on the recording of SmackDown. So it hadn't even aired yet. The E had it up on the on the website. Good job, guys. Yeah. Jeff Hardy, you told us, like, but that hasn't even aired. Why would you? Oh, righto. Speaking of spoilers, and this is sort of a conversation we're having beforehand. Yeah. Eric Bischoff. Oh, he, <laughs> but he was deliberately doing it to that be was, a 
dick. That was beautiful, and they still recorded higher rating. But because people are like, oh, I'll go and watch that. Yeah. So what's what do you reckon moratorium on books? Oh, books is. I, I think it's one of those. Have you read? You, you would have to if you're in person with somebody. Same sort of thing. Have you read books? Um, I don't know. I think it's the same sort of thing, but. Books is a hard thing because not everybody can read it as quickly. And yeah, but like a book in general, I mean, you're talking about what we were talking about, like randomly spoiling series from a couple of years ago. Is it the same now if I start talking about like a Jeffrey Deaver novel that came out a couple of years ago? And so I'm like, oh, I've just started reading that or whatever. You go, well, that's too bad. But it's the same theory. Is it if somebody says, oh, I'm reading this, you don't do what your co-worker yeah. did. But... What's the reasonable amount of time? I mean, okay, let's just not talk general book. Let's talk when, best example would be when the Harry Potters were coming out. Yeah. Biggest book franchise, let's say of all time for argument's sake. It may be, may not be. It'll be fucking close. It's either that or the Bible. Oh, actually, with this, I think that's an exception because with them, they were still being produced when the movies were coming out. Yeah. So therefore, I think spoilers, that's sort of a hard one because you basically would have until the movie comes out. It's... Yeah, it's sort of, that one I think is a, a bit of an exception to the rule because of, say, the movie things. But if it was a different book series, say, the one you were reading, um, yeah, I, I don't know, it's going to be a hard sort of thing because it's got to be... But then by the same token, people who have read the book, it's like, say, when I was watching, um, when the Tomorrow When the War Began TV series was on a few months ago. Let's not even talk about the movie because that's just muddies the waters. If somebody was watching... I guess it's the same for anything. Like Game of Thrones would be exactly the same thing. Anything that's based real closely on a book, like the Follows a Storyline, or 11.22.63, the Stephen King one, if somebody's read the book, what's their responsibility to not then start telling people or going out of their way to post about what happens in the... Because this happened with Walking Dead. Mm. Um, an episode had happened where they'd adapted a particular story from the comics. I was thinking it didn't spoil for me. Exactly. <laughs> but somebody had posted, I'm not even going to say what it is just in case. No. Somebody posted, oh, I can't believe they brought in this, like the day the episode had aired. Like before it had even aired on, like it had aired in the US at like, say for argument's sake, the, the download drops at one here. Yeah. Not that we advocate illegal downloading, but you know, whatever. Somebody had posted it like three o'clock in the afternoon, I can't believe they did this. And I'm like, well, thank you. But only people that have read the comics would get that. I'm like, yeah, but you know, most of your friends are comic nerds. I don't even remember who did that. Yeah. It's, I don't know, I guess if it's something that's still sort of that fresh, it have a spoiler warning. If you haven't seen the new episode yet, even though we're talking about the comics, I know that's... Yeah, comic, ad- comic adaptions are different again, because they're generally adapted. Yeah. It's like when um, Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out, and they they'd cut, they said that the Goblin was going to... No, yeah, they said the Green Goblin was going to be in it. I didn't then run around saying to everybody that knew nothing about comic books, oh my, God, oh my God, Gwen Stacy's going to die at the end of this thing. Because, let's face it, if there's a Goblin and there's a Gwen Stacy, she's going to die. Yeah. I, and then I saw that movie with a friend, who as soon as she died, I'm like, yes. And he was like, oh my God, I couldn't believe that she died. That's why you don't say shit. Yeah. I mean, again, comic adaptions are weird because they don't just go the straight story because there's sometimes up, upwards of three quarters of a century... Yeah, there's a. Uh, I think it's just it's just general. It might just be general rule of life. Don't be a dick about it. Try yeah. not to post spoilers. But if it happens, that's life. Yeah, I mean, again, nothing we talk about on this podcast is particularly important <laughs> to the grand scheme of things, except for Star Wars, except for Star Wars. and Dungeons and Dragons. Oh yeah, and Greenland, and 
let's face it, we're nerds, so pop culture is life. Um, yeah. But yeah, we've gone 20 minutes on spoilers. We're going to do another 20 and call it an episode. Because <laughs> 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 it's reached the point where if we start watching this movie now, it's going to be like, well, we can do it if you still want. Um, but yeah, is, is, there much, is there much left? Well, I think we've essentially covered all we can cover on spoilers because it's just don't be a dick and it's really on your own head. Um, get pissy about it, but in the grand scheme of things, yeah, you just make yourself look like a tool. And That's, Then again, a lot of nerd rage just makes you look like a tool. Exactly. I mean, I've been guilty of nerd rage myself, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. We all have been nerds, that's what we do. But there's, there's nerd rage that's going, oh, that's disappointing. And then there's, oh, you ruined my childhood, you Yeah. Case in point is, and it's going to be a recurring theme until we actually cover it on the episode, the Ghostbusters reboot. I had nerd rage about that when it was announced, not because it was an all-female cast, as is well documented, that was never my problem. Straight reboot was the issue. That's my problem with it. But have you seen it? No. Oh, right. Not yet. It's good. I really like it. I remember you saying that, and that's made me go, okay, I might watch it, but then I've seen other people who were who went and seen it, and they were like, not worth it. It got the attention of me, who my favourite movie is the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. And I'm going, no, no, yeah, no, it's a time. Um, point being, I had some nerd rage, but I wasn't a dick about it. I was like, I don't want him to reboot it, but then I didn't continue to do diatribes about it, and ruined my childhood and things of that nature. All right, so we're going to watch Avatar. See you on the part other part of Avatar. Oh, well, we'll get through it. If we start it now, we'll get through it, and then we'll break it across a few episodes, and then we might break viewing across... Let's see how we go. Yeah, we'll give it a shot. We'll give it a shot. We're going to start Avatar, and I've got some <laughs> thoughts on the on the show, on the movie, and the, oh, we're also going to watch the, the extended version. Oh, blue dicks. <laughs> no, there's no blue wang. It's, no, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's that, another that's, movie. That's Watchmen. <laughs> that's another movie for another time. Watchmen's another got hours. the blue wang in it, and that is actually the... The extended ultra edition of Watchmen goes about four hours. Oh, blue dicks. That's all the blue dick. Wavy blue dicks. Wavy blue just flying into it. Alright, we should watch this before we, we, we should talk about we should start this blue dicks. We've, we've got three hours to do. There's the original theatrical release. Well, actually, technically, there is blue dicks in this because they're... They're head, head things. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, before we start continue talking about their dicks, we've got the original theatrical release, the special edition re-released with an additional eight minutes... Or the collector's edition extended cut with 16 minutes. Well, if okay. you're going to do it, you're going to do it right. And I, this is going to be new to me because I haven't seen the 16 minutes of extra footage. You're not missing much. I think, yeah. Oh, the 20th Century Fox logo. That was the only thing missing from The Force Awakens. That fanfare. Yeah. I, it always reminds me of you wait for that half the black second with the blue, yep. blue writing. A long time ago, and it's actually far, far away. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, there's another, the Warner Brothers theme makes me think of Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Um, I forget, there's another one, which I always associate The HBO with. opening with the static? Yeah. Sopranos, for me? For me, it, it is... Da, 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 da. Um, Drones! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, winner, winner, winner. <laughs> Have you seen the Super Mario Brothers version? Yes. It is really good. That I can get behind. I can, absolutely. But yeah. Um, there have been a couple of really good ones about it. They have. This intro. This is this is new footage. It's actual Earth footage. Oh, well, that is very Judge Dredd, isn't it? It is. It's very dystopian. Which is... I was actually about to say something about Judge Dredd. 
There was another... I saw Carl Urban yesterday. That would have been my only interest in going to Oz Comic Con, would be to see him. I was 30 seconds away from getting to free chat with him. Because his line had run out, and there was no one else waiting for his autograph. As I was rocking up to Katie, I'm like, if he sits there for another 30 seconds, I'm going to get to speak to him. And then got up and wandered off. I'm like, no! Yomi, come back! <laughs> Bones! Bones, come back! It was weeks, actually. I completely forgot that he was in... Um... An episode of Xena? Me too. It's news to me. He's in the first season episode of Xena. Well, you um, know, I was completely forgot he was in Star Trek. It wasn't until Jazz said something. <laughs> talking about last night at dinner, and we we're talking about Oz Comic Con. I said here it was really interesting there for me to see. And she's like, "Oh, there's what the, the fuck's this." Sorry, I'm looking at yeah, the, she's got face, pads. F- face mask, shoulder pads. Um, we'll, we'll get back to you. Think about Emir in a sec. I've actually got some stuff I want. To- oh, He's, that guy wasn't afraid to smack a bitch. Um, this whole opening intro scene, for those of you who probably haven't seen the extended Avatar, because nobody cared enough other than a dumbass podcast host, um, it spoils the reveal, because it already shows him in the wheelchair. Yeah. I think it was a much better to have that cold open of him on the ship, and then seeing him disembarking with the rest of the Marines, then getting in the chair. I think that was more effective than this whole thing of him doing his Jim Kirk impression and getting in a bar fight. It's really good. Oh, it is really good. Oh, don't start, Ken, because then you'll get on a roll. And uh, just... ha. Yeah, <laughs> see what I did there? Uh, oh, welcome to Pun Corner. Uh, puns are crippling. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. He got smacked in the back of the head with his chair. <laughs> oh, wheelchair pun. I couldn't think of one. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna we're gonna stop the puns otherwise it's gonna end up. Well we're gonna very do something we, we've got three hours to fill, so <laughs> yeah, we've only got this movie to watch. That's right. <laughs> we need something to entertain ourselves. Was well, that Lara Croft? Well Oh, that's some imagery. So oh up, up behind there looked like it was No Lara no no, hang on. Um I don't know. But yeah, he's laying there, fucking legs together, arms splayed out, fucking Jesus pose. Doing the whole, setting the, the messianic tone fucking yep. early. I'm the fader. Yeah, and it's, oh, that's on the nose. Some interesting, I like that all, the coffins are cardboard boxes now. Yeah. I'm going to leave it in my will that if the kids just want to plant me in a cardboard box, they can. It's more flavorful. Yeah, this whole thing. Uh, I was reading earlier that there's a... So you clearly see Sam Worthington's face on the corpse. Yeah. But when they cover it back over, it's a completely oh, different shit, face. it was too. It was a completely different person. Nice continuity there, boys. <clears throat> when I was trying to read interesting things about this show... And didn't find any? <laughs> I found a lot of continuity errors. Oh, I don't doubt that at all. I mean, this bit, I mean, they probably didn't care too much about that shot because this bit did like hit the cutting room floor. Yeah. Because this whole... This whole open of him on Earth showing this is literally covered in one sentence of exposition dialogue later on. I vaguely remember a cardboard box coffin, though. Where do you remember that from? I don't know. Because, yeah, this isn't theatrical. Unless you, unless this is the version you watched on DVD. Uh, maybe somebody else has to get stuck in a cardboard box. Maybe. Could be a thing. Sounds like the sort of thing they do in a dystopia. Yeah. I do love a good That scene, yeah, I've seen it before. Maybe I have seen Maybe this. Maybe you have seen this version. 
<laughs> Hang on a minute. Blaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see that whole thing? Because this is the original opening here. Yeah. It's him opening his eyes. He's blue. He is blue. Yeah, see, this I dig is a much more effective thing where you don't know he's crippled. Spoilers. Seems like a stand-up bloke. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you and your fucking puns. <laughs> yeah, because with, with this whole thing, with him in the zero gravity, it's uh, much more effective. You know, one of the things I don't like about this film? It takes him six years to get to the planet. Well, <clears throat> there's an interesting point that was raised as well with the whole... He's not going to stand up for himself, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, just floating that idea out there. <laughs> say that because they're floating right now. That's right. I don't understand the gravity of the situation. Because there is none. <laughs> oh, jeez. I like I like the balls design of this ship though. This is a baseball stuck to a fan. It's it's very Jim Cameron esque designed ship though, isn't it? It's just they should stack, should strap some rockets to it and make it fly faster. <laughs> Stop it! All right. Um, but I was reading something earlier, and there's a line that they say later on, which is when they're talking about the home tree or whatever it is. That that's yep. the largest source of unobtainium for um, 200 clicks either way. Yeah. Which means there is a large source of unobtainium. This is further away. If they're going to be travelling uh, six years to get there anyway, <laughs> is it really that much of an issue? To go 200 k's more. Yes. Is it <laughs> that big of a deal that they need yeah. to do this? <laughs> I've never thought of that. Oh, this is one of the many problems with this film. It is essentially the Indiana Jones thing where he had absolutely no impact or, you know, he was completely irrelevant. Oh, uh, They were going to open the chest anyway. No, no, Indiana Jones, 100%. This film, not so much. But then again, if he hadn't gotten involved, the only thing that wouldn't happen yeah. would have been uniting... Oh, true, yeah. But it's just, this is entirely pointless and they did not need to do this. No, but, you know... Giovanni Ribisi's character is a jerk. And capitalism bad and Vietnam War. I tell you what, though, I do like the design of this world. It looks cool. You're not allowed to watch this because our D&D campaigns are going to go to hell. <laughs> Wait, is this Transformers? Are we watching Transformers? I think so. Because that was, what's his name, wasn't it? Um, Devastator. Devastator. Yeah, there's all the Constructicons. Oh, that would have made this. And yeah, that's, that's Silverbolt coming in as the shuttle. No, Skylinks is the shuttle. You know what I do like about this, though? One of the, the story choices? That it's not a breathable atmosphere for humans. That's a source of a lot of other plot holes. But sometimes it is? Yes. Yeah. Um, like, there's the scenes in the final battle where there's... Yeah, the, the planes are all getting holes and shit shot in them. But they're not wearing their masks. No. How are they breathing? Well, it's not an instant... As far as I can tell from watching it the other night, it's not an instantly... Poisonous thing. It's like breathing gas. Hmm. You, get, you get a little, a little while, and then you'll get crook. Because there's the bit later on where Stephen Lang's character. Oh, this is the impact. I watched this movie two days ago, and I don't know any of the character names other than Jake Sully. See, that that would have been. A, it's a much more effective reveal showing him pull the chair there yeah. than showing him being 
being crippled on Earth and given the backstory there. Um, yeah, he runs into the into a non-secure area when he starts shooting at the fucking off in the dropship or whatever it's called. And he breathes for a bit and then his mate runs out and gives him the mask to put on. Yeah. So I think it works to a point. Um, apparently it's... They said the gas that they're actually trying to breathe it'd be, should be seven to eight minutes. Okay. Um, before you die. Yeah. And that battle goes for a little bit more than that. A little bit. But then, like obviously there'll still be oxygen and stuff pumping around so I don't know yeah no the science is dodgy as fucking oh yeah and like things like the with the gases in the atmosphere the fires and stuff that they light should not burn the same the sky there should should be different colours yeah and the sky shouldn't look the same either shouldn't be shouldn't be blue no well doesn't it have different swirly colours to it um that's a bit of fucking OH&S right there that is why? Why doesn't the guy in the wheelchair have an uh, have a flag, like one of those big? Yeah. 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 Well, here he is. He, he may as well just carry on his side. Said, "I'm a jerk. I'm the villain of the piece." Oh yeah. I want this guy to be Cable. Everyone wants this guy to be Cable. Was... Hasn't Cable been cast? Uh, I'm not sure. But see, no, Deathstroke's been cast. <laughs> I thought it, I wasn't sure if it was just me. Notice how those shutters. Look, you know, like the stripes of a flag. Oh. And the aircon thing unit is like that block there. Oh, it's the flag. Yeah, and what I read is it actually has 50 written on it. Oh, get Somewhere for the 50 stars. Let's have it. Yeah, it's a five. Oh, fuck, it does too. So it is. He's he's standing in front of a big American flag. Because America made it. Oh, no. Oh, I'd never noticed that before. Really? Yeah. That's like the first thing I noticed. I was like, that looks oddly like an American flag. And then I read something earlier about how the, the 5 I didn't notice the 5 until... You read it. Oh, out. now I can't unsee that. Now, this... Yeah. Subtle, but good. Is that a Mac in the background? It looked like it, looked it like didn't it? It looked like a closed food court McDonald's. Which, to be fair, in it this... would be. Well, that's right. Because everything's got a fucking Macca's in it now. Yeah. Well, Richie Rich's house had one. It did too. You have your own McDonald's. That was a good movie. I've never seen it. How do you know that line? It was in the trailer. A lot. And that trailer had a lot of play. And he's the guy from Dodgeball. And this is... He was a cheerleader. No, wait. That was Justin Long's character. No, that was Justin Long's character. He's he's not Dodgeball. He's... He was Dodgeball as well. He's Dodgeball as well, yeah. He's on the dinner. Yeah, I know who I mean. Okay. He was the one who ended up with the chick with the teeth. Yeah, the chick with the teeth. I scarily enough, I know who you mean. Um, oh, this science is dodgy. How do they transmit the? Oh. It's not a bad film. It just sort of exists, and they grow them in the six years on the trip. That's what. That's what bugs me. Six years. We need we need support crew. All right, we'll be there in just over half a decade. It seems a little bit too long to be in suspended animation to go all the way because if you're doing a rotation, yeah, right here, you're doing a, it's it's twelve year trip, just there and back. I think realistic would either be one year or like six months. Six months still feels like a long time, but is still feasible enough because it because when his brother his brother's been dead for six years since he's been sent out here. Yeah. And Grace is still just still complaining about 
how each should be him. Yeah. And... Yeah. So, it... But then, as much as you like somebody, it sounds like they've only really just got a professional relationship plus a little bit personal life. That's right. And she shouldn't still be griping about it six years later. It just... It feels like it's too long. Yeah. I mean, it, it's good to say, hey, it takes it takes them six years to get into to display their isolation. But, I don't know, this Maybe if the doctor had come out with them or only, like, or if she'd only just arrived there as well. Yeah, but she's so, been here the whole fucking... She's been here at least ten years. Yeah. Well, she's been there at least six. Because um, she actually says she's talking about the school later on. And she actually talks about the fact that that school was ten years of her life. I do like this video log is a good way to give exposition, though. In an already exposition-heavy film. I don't I don't understand why it needs to be so long. Because nothing happens. But it's... Do you, you remember when it came out, Ryan? It was everywhere. It was a fucking phenomenon. Yes. I don't know why. Because it was... Oh, it was the first CG film uh, released to mainstream cinemas. But it's oh, the first, sorry, first 3D film released in mainstream cinemas, the first, and that was the, the big thing The big draw it. was... The, the 3D was the big draw, wasn't it? Well, that, that was the whole thing, and the $400 million budget or whatever yeah. it was. And like, even then, I, I, got, I went to see it, and I was a cynical prick. But I just, like, I, I wasn't fussed on it. Like, I knew people going to see it three or four times. I'm like, dude, it, it, there was no... For me, the plot was Pocahontas meets Return of the Jedi. Well, to or me, Fern Gully. I was about to say, to me, it's Pocahontas and Fern Gully. Yeah. And just like the final battle scene, for me, is Good. the final of Return of the Jedi. There's like three different battles going on, ground, air, and then the personal one. Yeah? It, it is exactly... That's the Jedi structure from that last yeah. third, yeah? I'll give you that. It, um, I'm watching the end, I'm like, this is fucking... This is Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's... It's very thinly plotted. It's just such a simple plot. And even then, the, like the CG and stuff on there was... Okay, it was impressive, but... We well, touched on this before, which is... Nowadays, everything's... Movies are disposable. Yeah. It's just... There's nothing that really pops and stands out as... Groundbreaking. Yeah. Well, there's no real classics anymore. Like, once again, touching back to Star Wars. Was that was sort of groundbreaking the way that, like... People hadn't really seen, you know, the opening scene of A New Hope when the yep. blockade runner comes across, and then the Star Destroyer. Like now, nowadays, if I watch that on like a sixty-inch TV, I am still impressed by it. Yeah, I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Can you imagine that really being the first time you see something like that on a massive screen for the first time? And that's that was the first. I mean, before that, your science fiction movies were mostly aliens coming to Earth. Yeah, and two thousand and one, and um. Or, um, like, Battle Beyond the Stars and stuff like that, which are sort of one-off yeah. kind of ship things. And, and, like, um, even your Battlestar Galactica, which... Did Battlestar Predator was Battlestar after that? I can't remember. Um, I think Battlestar was in the 80s. Um, or 70s. I'm going to leave Battlestar out of it. But it was the first major groundbreaking sci-fi space blockbuster thing. Yeah. And it was... Yeah, that's the, the thing. Now there's... Everything's being done, as you can tell, because they're just rebooting everything. Yeah, quite literally. Yeah. And it's just... I don't know. Well, I was having this discussion as well as sort of similar lines 
the jazz, which is about um, cameras, business, yeah, actors. Which is there's no classic actors or, or movies. There's no classic movies now. Like, there's nothing that really has that big pop and that big like Ben Hur. They've re-released Ben Hur, and nobody noticed. It's come out to no fanfare or whatever. It's not. It's not bigger than Ben Hur. It's slightly. It's it's come without a flaw. There's been zero advertising for this thing. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't even know it was happening until I saw a trailer with it oh. ahead of Star Trek Beyond. And watching the trailers, just it was so packed with CG. It just made me not want to see it because you yeah. can tell it's so cartoony. Mm-hmm. And that was the big thing with the original one was there were actual chariot. That was like nineteen thirty nine or forty five or something. Yeah, there were actual and they thought they did that whole thing. I, and that's the thing, like. Why can't they actually do this? Like, fair enough, someone's probably going to get hurt. That's what we do. Yeah, it's what happens. It's what you get. It's what stuntmen get paid for. That's what, yes. That's why you have a stunt double. But this is... Practical effects will always weigh out a CG effect. No matter what you say, a practical effect of something is going to be better than a CG effect. Easy. That's why, and it's going to come back again to Star Wars, Force Awakens was so effective. Yeah. Because he did as much of that as humanly possible. With practical effects. We talked about it when we did the yeah. Star Wars episode back in January. Thank you, Summer Peg's daughter. Correct. And everything is... Like, the scenes in this movie with the people, where they're on physical sets, are quite good and quite interesting. Yeah. But then you get out and it looks like... When they're with another, it looks like a video game cutscene. Yeah, exactly. It looks like a cartoon. And if kids can tell it's a cartoon or tell it's not real, mm. then how is an adult supposed to... How are we supposed to get into the and movie? And you suspend that level of disbelief. And that's, yeah, that's the hard part with it. And I don't know, I, I'm a big fan of practical effects. And actually, I, was, I went back and watched Star Trek Voyager not long ago. Uh, all you Trekkies, shut up. <laughs> I, I love Voyager. Oh, but, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it's... Bad Trek is still better than a lot of good episodes of other things. But they, you could tell where the budget sort of increased, which was when uh, DS9 finished. And then all season, the money was straight. Season 5. 5, 6, and 7 of Voyager, and suddenly... <laughs> all of a sudden, their, their budget blew up. But you could tell the ships and everything... Was, you could see the, the scenes from the out, exterior of the ships was CG. Yeah. Because they went from using models then. I mean, fair enough, they sort of moved around a little bit more, but they didn't look as real. Like yeah, the, the practical effects didn't look as good. We could see the Kazon cruisers and stuff. Yeah. And, like, that looks like a legitimate... Shit. It looks real. Well, not real, but it looks... Yeah. ...passable. Um, well, it's like, you know, Star Wars with the trench run was actually something that was yeah, filmed. It was filmed in miniatures. It was filmed in a parking lot. It was yeah. Universal Studios parking lot. Yeah. They just ran a camera down it and... Fucking Set off some squibs. Yeah. Like, I would love they get to... Film. I mean, the, the Death Star, that was something like six or seven metres square. Yeah. In every direction. And they actually had to drive along and they had the, the camera mounted on a gimbal on the back of a fucking Jeep. Yeah. I've seen footage of this thing. Well, and that's the, now they've got the, oh, was it the Russian arm or something like that, which is a gyro-stabilised armature that they can use yeah. to film things. Like, why aren't they utilising that to film like, these miniature scenes and stuff like that or do things like that? Like, I mean, obviously sometimes miniature scenes don't work well. You look at... Um, Disaster movies and stuff like that where they have floods, <laughs> and you can tell they're flooding a train step, uh, you know, a model, a model train thing. And <laughs> Superman, like the kittens as Panthers in in Team America, I love it. Is it Team America? 
Well, they're going to oh, find the yeah, kittens yeah. and they're sending the kittens. <laughs> <laughs> but that's supposed to be corny. That, that was that, the whole thing. That's just fun. But, um, Superman... What? Yeah. Superman 1? Which one's that? Which, which, what, what are you making? The, the, there's the Christopher Reeve Superman's, the good ones. Yeah, yeah. there's four of them. Well, one's good. The, the first the first one where the flood happened and everything before he went back in time. Yep. Yeah, you can actually see some of the flooding was... Oh, yeah. It was, it was miniatures. Flooding's really difficult because water... You think water just looks like water. Water doesn't. No, it's big. Yeah. <laughs> A droplet would... Yeah. And that's... I mean... You, oh! Uh, speaking of the movie that we're watching... <laughs> there are at least a dozen avatars in this scene. How come they only ever use like three of them to what, after this bit? See, look, one, two, three, four, five. There's a bunch more of them. Here we go, six, six seven. seven. Oh, that's oh. a power lighter. Hey, hey, I'm walking here. That was an ad lib line. Oh, was it? Yeah. Because it was an open set in that movie. Midnight Cowboy. Right, I went to Back to the Future. Um, oh. Okay, so there's like seven or eight of them. But the fact of the matter is, they only use Jake's, occasionally dodgeball guys, and Ripley's. Yeah. I do like this scene, though, for him. And that's really quite effective. It's like he's running around in the dirt. Because he can't run anymore, and that's why it's such a big... yeah appeal for him as a the Marine. This, there are a lot of things to like about this film, but I think it got too big, and that's why people sort of feel obligated to not like it. Yeah. If that makes sort of sense, because it was so overblown and so overhyped. Yeah, it's... I think it was so big, but it was just so... lackluster. Yeah. But I don't... Short yeah. of... Right. She's about to make a dick joke. Is she? I don't know. He stopped touching it. Does she not say stop playing with it or it'll fall off? Yeah, stop playing or you stop playing with it or you're blind. That's it. Yeah. Making a wang joke. Yep. I mean the CG's not bad by any stretch, but it's Oh great. No, it doesn't hold up well. No. It's like when you go to see Mortal Kombat when it first came out, oh. and Reptile was like, "Reptile was amazing." Then you Ooh, watch no. like five years later, like, "What the?" And here fuck we are, twenty years this? later. No, yeah, and that was the second one that no, we did. We did a Mortal Kombat episode. What happened to that? I didn't release that. No, we talked about Spawn instead. For, we we opened up talking about Spawn. We've got that. I might if we if we ever reach a week, reach a week where there's nothing to put out, I'll put that out. They can be like bonus content. Yeah. For a DVD extra. Oh, we need a Patreon. That's what we need. Well, no, we need to start releasing episodes. Then we can talk Patreon. Oh, Michelle Rodriguez is playing Michelle Rodriguez. But we did, um... That's what she does. Why do people always try to run into this guy? Oh, because he's a dick. But, um... Yeah, we we actually watched... We watched Combat 2 that night when... Which we should have recorded. Yeah. We ate too much Mexican. We did. We put ourselves in... Well, we, we should have been playing D&D. But we put myself in a food coma and I wasn't in a fit state to run. So we watched that and The Phantom. The Phantom with Whistly Joe. Oh, people, if you'd have heard that conversation between us and um, Megan, Megan with red hair, um, the rang-in, as she was when she was on the show. <laughs> she's been on the show before. Um, look at how big my guns are. Bro, do you even have scars? Hi, Cable. He, oh. Yeah, he should be. he should be Cable. 
If not him, Ron Perlman. Um, I remember when I was watching... I started, when I first got Netflix, I started watching Terra Nova. Was that any good? I loved it. I thought it was really, really well done. He's in it. Is he the protagonist or the villain? I, he's... No, no. He's just sort of you there. You need to watch it. Oh, Alright. You, you need to watch it all. I can't, to the spoiler thing. Yeah. Um, because I haven't... Yeah. Uh, you know, check it out. It's actually worthwhile checking out. See, my problem was when it got axed. Did it axe on a cliffhanger? No, they. It feels like they knew what was happening, so oh, they watched an ending. Um, <laughs> so there is an ending. It's just right. there is an ending. It, but if they could, I, it feels like they could renew it if they needed to. Yeah. But anyway, the main character reminds me of a cheap. Like they couldn't afford Hugh Jackman, so <laughs> this guy. And then, well, this guy. No, no, no. But the. I didn't realize this guy was in it. I thought this guy was just exactly like this guy. Like, yeah. like oh, it's he's he looks and sounds like the guy from Avatar. But considering guy. I hadn't seen it for however well, three or four years at that point. Oh no, I only got Netflix this year. Or, or oh only... wow, so like six or seven years. Yeah, something like that. He reminded me of, ludicrously of this guy. Funny that. God, he reminds me. And then I still haven't worked out who that guy is from that episode we recorded the other night. The actor guy. Oh, that guy. The guy. We, people, we recorded an episode the other night um, where we watched Under Siege. <laughs> and when you hear it, you'll hear me go crazy trying to work out who this actor is, who, whose name and whose name is Casey, face I know and can almost pick. Mind you, you recorded it, but it's supposed to be getting released after this. Yeah, that's what I said. When it gets released, keep an, keep an oh, ear out for it. You got a Star Wars timeline going on. It's confusing me. <laughs> It's a wibbly wobbly timey wimey. So why did why did he get into this thing? He's gonna go out and he's just showing off at this point. I can flex and my robot can flex. I can play real steel. That was a surprisingly decent movie. I thought that movie was gonna be terrible, and I really dug it. Yeah, I, I think this one it could be one of those ones where you go in with low expectations. Yeah, but I mean, it was fighting robots. Yeah, how do you get? Yeah, I'm like, but that's the thing. It was set up because we we've learnt now to be so. Cynical. Yeah, and cautious on things like I'm looking forward to this. It's got to be bad. Mm. Like that. Hell, that's an awesome premise. It's going to be bad. Yeah. Um. There was one. Was it Sky? No, Sky. And that was the game, which was awesome. Yep. Sky High. No, the other giant robot one that looked like um, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Well, it reminded me so much of Neon Genesis. Yeah. I'm like, hey, people love it. I don't see why. There is a massive plot hole in that. Ridiculous! I thought Just it was one a terrible movie. Yeah, it was absolutely atrocious. And then, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen it, um, moratorium's gone. Right at the the end, where it's like, oh, I'm about to die. I'm going to pull out this giant sword thing, which just fucks things up in one go. Why aren't you using that to begin with? Yeah. If it is that important that you need to save these things, why are you not using that already? Mm-hmm. It's the Power Rangers thing. You do your little fight, your slightly bigger fight. I, I tell you, I do like the design of this world. See, the sky's blue. It shouldn't be. No. It should be orange. Well, it's... It's really just South America. Yeah, pretty much. Well, a lot of it's based on sort of that. that. But it does... I mean, the you American can't deny it. It's, well, that's right. Um, it's well designed. The production design is pretty good. Hmm. It's just... Well, they took it... It's much less than the sum of its parts. They took the cast to Hawaii to get them ready for it and basically 
throughout the um, day, they sent him off into the jungle. They had to light fires, build camps, and everything. Show Rodriguez and go full on warrior and whatnot. Why? They just went into a mocap studio. But it was so when they were actually in the studio, they would know, what they they would know how to move around as if they were moving around the jungle. You're right. However, they didn't stay there. They slept in a um, five star four seasons hotel. Now. I'm not a naturist or a survivalist or one that particularly likes going outside. But even then, they, they, they should have almost made them do Survivor. Well, and the thing is, it's Hawaii. They're not going to be killed by anything. Because Hawaii doesn't have any poisonous animals. doesn't have any snakes or spiders. Really? That's why they filmed Welcome to the Jungle or... Lost? Jurassic um, Park? What did... Uh, the Take Back. Is that what they called it in the States? The Rundown. The Rundown. Um, that's why they filmed all of that in Hawaii. Because if they filmed it in Brazil, everybody would be dead. Because yep. Brazil is just a dirty, dirty, murderous place. Um, he can and, say because he's been there. Yeah, and that was just Rio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally the city. That's, you know what these little monkey things are a, re- a reuse of? The fucking little CG creature from Lost in Space. Thank you! I fucking said the same thing when I saw Oh, this. really? Yes. <laughs> I'm waiting for Matt LeBlanc to pop up. And, how you doing? <laughs> and he starts shooting shit. He was not the worst thing about that film. Actually, I like that movie. And I had a massive crush on Lacey Chabert as well. Oh, Lacey. Done dirty things like that. You should go and watch um, Mean Girls, watch them when they're doing the Jingle Bell Rock dance. Okie dokie. Yeah. They're doing slutty sound as helpers. People... <laughs> Seriously. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, if you're a dirty old man like Cameron, go and check it out. Hey. Let's have no... a shower before I can. <laughs> That's all I ask. Oh, the school. See, this is where the most interesting bit of the film comes from. Uh, yeah. And I think it's mostly in deleted exposition. Because she mentions this school very briefly in the theatrical edition. But she actually talks about backstory, which would actually make for a really interesting prequel, which is when we get to me doing my prequel pitch in three episodes' time, is mostly based on that. Where she talks about the fact that Natiri and her sister were two of her star pupils. And the sister sort of started getting a bit, um, sort of, what before, disgruntled with the whole thing and became much more of a naturist. And then when the Navi started fighting back, which in my prequel pitch, prequel, that will be when the military started trying to push back to do the mining. It's going to be a really interesting story when I finally get to pitch it. And basically, she came in to try and bust it up, and then she was causing a riot. This is the older sister of Gamora's character. And then a bunch of soldiers came in and shot up the place and killed a bunch of the kids. And that pretty much destroyed all relations. As you do. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's a really interesting world and premise and idea. Of the whole of them all being interconnected quite literally through this fucking network of nerves that run through all the trees and things. Yeah. I mean, it takes literally the idea that Ferngully had of we're all connected. And it's very in your face. But I, this should be a really interesting movie. And it should be a universe people want to spend more time in. Like a video game. That's right. But this... The only person that's clamouring for an Avatar sequel is James Cameron. Yeah. It's the sequel and when I was talking to a friend earlier today, we mentioned Avatar, and he's like, the sequel that refuses to materialise, and then I popped up with, all go away. Yeah. Either do it or don't. This is a sequel that nobody asked for or cared about. Yeah. Because at this point, I mean, when it came out on DVD, I was working at JB at the time, 
and um, it sold a billion and one fucking units, but then stopped after the first week. It was like, yeah, Avatar's out. And then after about that first week, nobody talks about it. They would, and I don't get why. It should the fucking nerds should be all about it. It's a big explodey CG mess. Yeah, the nerds should love it. But is it almost like a tall poppy thing, where the nerds are like, "Oh, you can't like Avatar because it's Avatar and it was hugely hyped, and we have to fucking tear it down." I just, I don't know, because nerds love some fucking shit. Oh yeah. It's if it's cool, they don't like it. Yeah, is it because it became mainstream sci-fi by having the ridiculous um, response that it did? Because the studio thought it was going to flop. Well, two point seven billion dollars later, still the highest-grossing film of all time. Kind of, kind of, depending on your perspective and what you're actually using. Theatrical box take, yeah, but Titanic still beats it if you factor in. Home video release as well because it took its two point two billion, and then once Titanic came out on first VHS and DVD, not so much for the Blu-rays, another one point two billion dollars in sales. Every woman bought it. Correct. And you know so, who they needed in this? Sarah Jessica Parker. Why? More women would have bought it. Or Renee Zellweger. Or Chris Hemsworth with his shirt off. Well, to be fair, he's. An Aussie hunk, but he's blue for most of the film. Yeah, but they just need unnecessarily um, male half nudity, and that'll just sell more units. That's the that's the marketing theory. Well, why do you think we would go to see Thor? Well, not all women. Yeah, that's yeah. Don't, don't your blanket statement. We're going to get emails. Yeah, dear nerd corner, <laughs> we disagree with their voices. Won't be that, okay. that low. Well, no, they wouldn't be. Dear nerd corner, <laughs> we disagree with Cameron. Oh, guys, don't don't send me angry mails. I'm just taking the piss. Um, no, I I have a lot of friends who, like you know, Jazz would like to likes to see Thor because she likes comic book movies. However, that's a bonus. There's some of her friends who are like they have zero interest in it, and it wasn't until Jazz said he has his shirt off for at least ten minutes that they took their husbands to go see it. Yep, literally called out to the next room. Hey, person. We're going to the movies tomorrow night to see Thor. Really? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> There's a reason Magic Mike and Magic Mike 2 exist. Yeah. Really? Yeah, the, the, Both genders just like to see naked pretty people. I don't know. I like to see naked pretty people. Yeah, well, you, you have a gender. Yeah. If Ryan Reynolds was in this, my God. Oh, that, he appeals to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a... He is just a good dude. Like, he just... These things have got six legs. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow, it does. So, it's... Insector mammal. Yeah, it's... Insect mammal? See, that just looks like a... Like a quick time event from a video game, that whole fight. Yeah. If this was based on a video... Oh, the video games for this film. Oh. Oh. They tried to do a few tie-ins, but I'm really surprised there wasn't more. There was a game on the PS3, and there was a game on the Wii, which was kind of fun, because um, you'd stand on the Wii Fit board and actually fly around on the back of the Banshee things. Nice. That was about the most fun. Could you imagine one using, like, the Assassin's Creed-style platform, and to be able to run and jump do the, it do around the parkour and through, the, through the jungle? Like, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Go watch Terranova. Yeah. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> 
to the, to the point we made half an hour ago. About that. At the start of this scene. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. It, it is really, actually, that scene just reminded me of it. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of good, it's filmed in, um, filmed in Australia, filmed in Queensland. Oh, was it? Yeah, a lot of it was filmed. I'm watching it going, that's Queensland. That has to be Queensland. Yeah, we got the filming. Yeah. There's a lot of Aussie actors and stuff in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you can see some of the budget is a bit iffy because obviously they weren't going to spend too much money on it. Yeah. Um, the dinosaurs are a bit hang on, but the plot is there. It's there's obviously a lot of plot holes with it when it comes to time travel. There's Blue Gamora! There's always going to be some issues when it comes to time travel. Oh, you... you, oh, you oh, t- wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Yeah. It's, it's always going to be an issue. Um... Speaking of, I hate it when TV shows do time travel. That being said... Other than Doctor Who, because his whole show is predicated on that. Yeah. But that, that being said, my favourite Futurama episode is... Roswell that ends well. That ends well. <laughs> I, saw a, I saw a Zoidberg cosplayer yesterday. Nice. Yeah. And <laughs> my first thought is always a, a cosplay. Why not Zoidberg? Well, that's, he's pretty much the reason why I want to go to um, Supernova, the next one. Yeah. Because... Not the last time I went, but the time before, Billy West was there. Yeah. And I got to Zoidberg with Zoidberg, and we talked to each other in Zoidberg's Zoidberg. voice. And then later Did on... Did he actually tell you that it was pretty good? Yeah, well, we went to the... I went to get a photo with him, like, it was probably about two hours later. And he walked... I walk in, and he's like, Zoidberg! <laughs> and he just, like, recognised I'm like, this is the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. And then, um... Yeah, he, he, he said, that's pretty good, like... But I actually did it properly. I haven't done it properly yet, so don't blast me for it. Um, your, your Zoidberg is pretty good. I just... I, I like Billy West's voices and... Like, Zap Brannigan. Zap Brannigan's voice is probably one of my favourites. <laughs> I, I love the thing of Zap Brannigan doing the Donald Trump quotes. Oh! <laughs> there is no better mashup than that. More accurate. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the thing is, if I... Well... I haven't really seen like the latest seasons of Futurama, so they could have left them there, and I would have went. That's a Zap Brannigan quote from season six. Yeah, because to be fair, like most things, the original Futurama seasons, the were first, great. first four seasons are amazing. Oh, I can't watch them without falling asleep. Really? It's, it sounds bad. <laughs> this show is great. It's my favorite. It puts me to sleep. Well, it was when I was uh, back when I was working. I was doing midnights. That, that fire shouldn't be fire color. Nope. What colour should the fire be, Professor Cameron? Um, I forgot what the internet told me. I would have thought blue. Or green. Green flame! Sorry. Um, Not that colour. Yeah, well, let's, uh, let's, go, let's go green and the sky should be purple. Alright, cool. We'll do that. We'll just make it up. So we've got research amnesty? Yeah. Alright, cool. It's, it's a colour, and that makes it legit. It's a colour and it's incorrect. Yes. Oh no, that's what the colour that's supposed to be. If they're in a nitrogen argon atmosphere, it should be this particular shade of teal. Number 857 on the infrared spectrum. Better? Yes. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. I have no idea what I just said. Oh no, it's about wrong. We were watching some Star Trek, oh, we were some Star Trek before, so... Who was? Some guys... Oh shit, we were too. Yeah, we were watching the other day. <laughs> yeah, so, our, our pseudo- so much McDonald's, my god. Our pseudoscience is pretty up. Yeah, I tell you what, Trek science is usually pretty good. Yeah, until don't talk about threshold. No, I was just watching the next gen episode where they literally oh, god, got stuck in a black spot. Stuck in a black spot? Yes. It's a spot. More than that. 
they got stuck inside it. Yeah, what happened? Then they couldn't get out of it, and then it started talking to them. Where are you up to season two? Well, season two, episode one, I think it was. Episode two. Uh, was that before or after Deanna had the baby? Oh, it was around that that sort of time. Because that's early season two. Yeah, it was, oh, it was very early season two. Only like three or four I'm a fucking two. nerd. Here we go. Slow mo, quick time event for player two. That was a good episode. That baby one. That's probably the best episode of season two, and oh, it's the first one. When spoiler. The baby dies. Oh! When, 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 the, Ian. when Ian goes and her reaction, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I f- fucking awesome. That's, I mean, one of, that's one of Marina Curtis' best performances. That was brilliant. Oh, I, I, like, I really like you. Um, so, just so you know, guys, like, even though I say Voyager is my favourite season, it's because it's the one I've seen the most of. <laughs> uh, I've seen a couple of seasons of original series seen episodes here and there of Next Gen and Bits episodes here and there of DS9. Um, these guys have convinced me to give DS9 another go. Oh, yeah. Which guys? Me. Yeah, you guys. You, um, Nate and Fez. Even Nate's got, Nate's got a tracking. Wouldn't have been Nate. Would have been, been, been me and Fez. Maybe it was my brother, Nate. Have you got a brother, Nate? Nathan. Nads. Yeah, see, that's what I know him as. <laughs> like, who the hell's Nate other than Nate that we record with? It's like when I try to send him links and stuff on Facebook, I type in Nads to search for him. I'm like, wait, no, he's only under Nads on my phone. <laughs> it's, it's like when you go to send something to my, my parents on Facebook. Mum. Fuck. They're not under mum. It really should be. If you've got that connection on Facebook, you should be able to type in mum and your mum pops up. I blocked my mum on Facebook before I got divorced. Fair enough. Because um, my mum's a challenging woman. My mum makes a really good curry chicken. I ate curry chicken for every meal last week. Jesus. <laughs> I that was a good week. It was a real good week. Um Oh, we're watching Avatar. Yeah, we're watching Avatar. So I'm actually watching it's actually quite a good scene. It's so the first bit where um Blue Gamora comes along and they've they've killed this creature and she's doing the whole spiritualist thing about it. There is a lot to like about this film. I think a lot of the problem with it is it's too fucking long. It's very drawn out. Because it's not often... Because, I mean, I'll be... I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'll just pop on whatever movie to have... Either as I'm going to sleep or messing about in the house or whatever. It's never anything like this or Lord of the Rings or whatever because they're all too fucking long and they just feel too big. I'll do Lord of the Rings every now and then. Yeah. Um. That's all, For me, that's always a decent go-to, but I like swords and... Um, well, that said, swords and sorcery aren't my thing at the best of times. That, that's that's why I think. This is why our D&D game got moved to space instead of <laughs> fantasy land. <laughs> then you look at my characters, they're still dead setting sword and sorcery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's laser blasters going off, or if you're in a rocket ship, what are you going to do? Swing my again? sword. Swing my sword. <laughs> okay, you're hurtling towards a prison station in a rocket. What are you going to do? Wave my sword while I do it. That was a prison mission. That was the prison mission. That's exactly what you did too. Drive me closer so I can hit it with my sword. <laughs> you don't have a space tank. You need to find one. Our other guys have them, which just makes his character no higher. I've right? lost all track of where everybody's characters are. We turned here. a tank into the mystery machine. I don't remember any of that. Really? It was... I didn't run that. That was when Mies was running. Yeah, it was Meezy running 
Yeah, we got... That's an Elseworlds story. It doesn't count. Yeah, well, our characters turned a tank into a mystery machine. I do recall that now. It was glorious. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> so, this oh, yeah. film. Well, yeah, there's a film. <laughs> it's pretty conspicuous. Just got a snap it. Yeah, I got one a little while ago. I didn't open it. It'll be nothing. It'll be either what she's eating or what she's watching. <laughs> it's what she's eating. It's what she's eating. <laughs> Magsie, it looks delicious. Yeah, good job, Megs. Not that you even listen to the episodes you're on, let alone... Oh, no, she does. She listens to those ones, but not these. I don't listen to the ones that um, that I'm on just because I don't like hearing my own voice. I'm, I've, I talk I, a lot. I'm also like that, but I have to because I edit the damn things. Mm. And oh, But I'll, I'll never listen to it once it's done. I'll do it in that sort of half-second burst. Um, oh, you were saying that they've got different hands. Yeah, um... The actual, so the avatars, like the genetically created ones, have five fingers and eyebrows. They, the Nugimis, the actual blue people. The blue demons. Yeah, they have four fingers and no actual eyebrows. Well, then why would they make themselves look different? To make them look more human? To be genetically. Yeah. And also they have... Hold on, what have we got? One, two, three... Four. Yep, human hand. One, two, three. Oh, look at that! And they're also the um, manufactured ones, um, a little bit more thicker set, like they have more muscle to make them look more masculine. You're right. Yes, because they are meant to be military, so. Oh, except for the scientists. Well, none of them were supposed to be military, they're all supposed to be science guys. True. So, what's the point of this? Drawn out fucking dandelions landing on the guy for 10 minutes. Just to show that he's chosen. They're like air jellyfish. Yeah. Jellies? I want to get a jellyfish tank. Why? But it, well, they just look so charming. You're but right. the the jellyfish, the main ones that you can get, like Moonbox or whatever, yeah. they only live for 6 to 12 months. You better off getting a goldfish, because then you've got a goldfish that's actually cheaper. To let them die and keep replacing them, it is to buy fish food. Yeah. That's a horrible fact that I'm sad that I know. Hmm. But still, jellyfish tanks they look amazing. You know what I do dig about this scene? But everything's so phosphorescent. Watch when they when they actually step. The and ground the lights up. And gra- the ground sort of glows with the phosphorescence underneath them. It's kinda cool. You sort of imagine a um, musical keyboard. <laughs> Dun, dun, like Homer Simpson playing. Yeah. <coughs> um, well, you know what? If you listen to the score, it, it almost sounds like one. Probably an intention. Probably. Look, oh, he's bowled. It looks. Very That's nice. a fucking nat one reflex save right there. <laughs> You've ever seen one? It looks like um, a little bit of World of Warcrafty. Yeah. Or there's um, the horses have got six legs too. How have I never noticed this? There's a cave in Skyrim that you go into, and it's underground, obviously, because it's a cave. Um, but like, you go really deep underground, and it's just all everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a you can end up fighting a giant and stuff there. Yeah, yeah. He's and he's absolutely beautiful. I cannot wait to reach that cave when they re-release it on PC. Oh, how good! I will. I'm gonna have to get some screen wipes to wipe down. Okay. Um, it's a fucking drop cloth or something. <laughs> Here we go. Love triangle time. Humans fancy hair. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's three um, Darla haircut. <laughs> he has not lost his pizzazz. <laughs> and I like that he's got an Egyptian-style neck thing as well. 
Apparently, when he shot, his eyes were um, grey. He just had sex with that horse. Uh, were grey, but then every time you see him, his eyes are yellow. Ah, continuity. Yeah, I love it. I love it that the dragon ran by the head dick. It. They probably could have thought of a better thing to for them to interrelate to connect with. with. I like it, like as a concept. Did they physically connect with the world around them? I really dig that. Well, I like that, but when they procreate, to be using the same thing that they're touching horses with. And the ground. And the ground, and just other things. But, I mean, it's a good way of showing that, oh, they're just one with the world around them. Yeah, true. And it's a good way of them showing, oh, we're getting to... Oh, no, the ground still glows. Oh, look at that. Um, it's a fucking anorexic smurf village, I tell you. Um... Also, we're trying to thought and making a joke about anorexic smurfs. Yeah, the, the, yes, for that, this deep connection that goes between yes. them. Because the, the difference between procreation and what they were doing, because procreation would still be, unless they swap a genetic material through those tendrils where it doesn't look like it, that may well be their way of like bonding mm. is very different to mating. Could well be. So that was just foreplay. I guess so. So he's having foreplay with the horse. That's less weird. Or more weird, depending on your perspective. Yeah, you could talk. Um, that, that guy looks exactly like Futurama when they go to the Mars <laughs> Indians. looks exactly like the Mars <laughs> Indians. <laughs> he does too. I'll give him a bead, Jake. That'll solve everything. <laughs> I always keep thinking that the woman from the... The Marshes, the, the Smizmar woman, yep. should be in this scene. So, you don't have to talk to me. No, I'm not going to go anywhere. You just don't have to talk to me anymore. <laughs> oh, he's, he's an angry looking fucking cat. You can Kiff there and go give him a piece like. <laughs> I reckon Kiff is one of these guys. Smoking Kiff teenagers or smoke, they seem pretty underbold. <laughs> <laughs> you just say as many of these compliments as women as. <laughs> I think the most attractive part is the, uh, of the woman is the boobies. Kev, Lieutenant Crow! <laughs> Here she is, CCH Panda in all her blue glory. If I said you had a nice buddy, would you take your clothes off and rub them against me? <laughs> or dance around a little? That's dance it. Dance around a little. Has she braided her head penis? Or has she got like a bunch of... Is she mad on the body mods? So she's pulled out her knife thing, stabbed him with it, and tasted his blood. I like that Grace spent 10 years teaching them all how to speak English. It makes life much easier for the Sky people. Yep. I mean, it, it's a really interesting world and a really interesting fucking... Once you really think about it, the relationship between these creatures and the world around them, it should be fascinating. And you should want to see more. It's just very fucking poorly executed. It's, it's one of those things that's like... So maybe, maybe I was watching the other night. Actually, I think I spoke to you about was the last Transformers one, the one with Mark Wahlberg in it. And you found John, the Transformer. And John Goodman. Was <laughs> and the other grenade! I'm he, dying here! He was great. He was, that's, my, he's, that's my favorite bit of that film. Uh, when he's getting blown to shit in the courtyard, he's like, throw the grenade! I'm dying! But it was just... It was a movie where we really should have enjoyed it. Yep. There was giant robots fighting. Yeah. There was Mark explosions. Wahlberg. It was Mark Wahlberg. Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer was in it. John Goodman was in it. He, he was enjoyable. Racist yellow face Asian robot was in it. Yep. And then it was just, it wasn't enjoyable. No. 
we were just watching it, and I was watching it with a guy who isn't big on movies and plots and stuff like that. He's happy to just watch a movie, put on a movie that just goes bangs. Yeah. And whatever. And <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he has sort of similar taste to me, except for he doesn't like sci-fi and stuff like that. But so he, he was, doesn't have similar taste to you. Loves the Expendables. Fair enough. You like explosions. Yep. I love the Expendables. So great. Um, but yeah, and he just... Oh, treading on tiles. That was a clumsy move. I like that they took his clothes away, though. Creepy. That was a bit weird and creepy. I never noticed that bit before. Especially with uh, what you just said. What's that? Well, you just said, I like how they took his clothes away. And then there's a little girl going, trying to touch him. Be all kitty like. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Um, Not gonna lie. Yeah, went awkward. It got, it got weird quickly. But yeah, even he was watching, just going, "This is just terrible." Can't like there was the plot holes and stuff in there, of course. Um, the overly obvious product placements. <laughs> was, what of China? Oh, well, of the, just like all the, the Chinese things, yeah. as, as Chinese products as well as just the Beats by Dre, which just oh. Was a, Oh, Feast by Dre presents Transformers Age of Beats. Yeah. And I'm like, it is. These are cool, the little sleeping nooks. Good night, never, never end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that it's, it, it very much wraps them in. It's, I like the world. I should be more invested in it. I think, yeah. It just, if you, it would be a really good game. It would be a beautiful Or a really good, like, a comic series or something. I'm surprised there's been no comic tie-ins. Because the art in the world does, yeah, lends itself to a visual medium. Yeah. Or a ride. There is a ride. Really? Well, yeah, it's at Universal Studios or somewhere. Because there's a lot more on Wikipedia than there is anywhere else. Um, I love you, Wikipedia. Oh, knows everything. <laughs> He even knows things that don't exist. Oh, he's really good at that. Um, no, there's a heap of Avatar subpages. I've got a feeling they're all written by Jim Cameron. There's like the biology of Pandora and the... Yeah, all these sorts of things. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Um, It's a real good talk. Sorry. Um, oh, yeah. I'm looking for... <clears throat> I can't find it. I was distracted by Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney, oh, she's probably the best one. Um, yeah, there is a there is a rider and experience at one of the... One of the theme parks. And this guy who's oh, always in things, but... He's in um, Ted. Is he in Ted? He's the creepy guy with the sun. Who's be. trying to kidnap Ted. Oh, he is too. I just know him as Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah. From Friends and Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah, he was, um, what's his name's partner in uh, Friends, wasn't he? Phoebe's. Phoebe's. Phoebe's brother. His brother. Phoebe's, he's Phoebe's brother. And he was Nicolas Cage's little brother in um, Gone in 60 Seconds. And he's, he pops up all over the place. He was in, um, yeah, My Name is Earl for a while. Yeah. I was talking about that show the other day. That was an interesting show. It wasn't a bad show, per se. I liked the first couple of seasons. And then it was starting to get really, oh, we need ideas. Once he went to jail and married Alyssa Milano, no, thank you. 
Yeah, it just uh, so, yeah. Yes. For some reason, I had it con- got confused with um, Ed, the movie, uh, the TV yeah, yeah. show about yeah, the guy who yeah. has the lawyers in the in yeah. the bowling alley, who ends up in Flash. Oh yes, he's yeah. I like it. Yeah, because every time I saw him, I thought of him as a bowling alley lawyer. Yep. And then he feels like, and then he turned into spoiler alert becomes a jerk. Yeah. Which, but not actual joke. So, I'm, I'm confused as to what's going on in this scene. She's got all these images and all these files and all these Navi. Is she telling him their names or is he telling her because he's now hanging out with them? But she should, either way, they should both already know. Or is this just another exposition? Yes, I think it's an exposition. Exposition dump. Yeah, fuck. We hear exposition dumps. It's a, these are all these people, they may as well just look at the camera, wink. Yeah. You're all caught up now. Yeah, well that's, and that goes for you all too. Yes. The Elston Powers moment. Or it's like at the start of Spaceballs, when they're talking about the plot, you all got that? Yep. Uh, what a good movie. Yeah. I was was watching that the other night. It's a roundabout assholes. Yes. Now, space D&D fucking started as Star Trek, or Star Wars has ended up as fucking Spaceballs. Well, the Wednesday night sessions turn into Futurama, but that happened very quickly. <laughs> that, that, yes. That happened within 30 seconds. Yeah, a little bit. Thank you, new player, Kareel. <laughs> I like you. Oh, he's all right. Within, within that first yeah. couple of minutes, I'm like, <laughs> you're going to fit in well. How did I never notice that these things had six legs before? Maybe it's one of those things you notice every time and you forget about. Oh, maybe. It does sound like the sort of thing I do. They sound like raptors. Yeah. With that. Yeah. They absolutely sound like velociraptors. It's something I noticed the other day. Here you go. Fuck the horse. Go on. Twiddly wings. Attach your tiddly whopper to the horse. <laughs> and then the horse... Oh. It's, like it's got four eyes. It's okay. Nothing wrong with that. Because look, I had on that side of the face, I had an eye plus another secondary eye. You're right. Well, that's interesting to see the entomology of this place. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a heap of Wikipedia articles on it. Well, and it breathes through holes in its neck. The biology of these things are weird. It'd be if they done it like now, budget was big or something to because if that skin looked real. How good would that have been? Oh, if any of this looked real. Look at that. That's a bit of fucking millennial rubber right there. See? They sound like raptors. Yep. No, he is jerk face to give him some shit. Jerking with jerkington. What an asshole. For the sake of being an arsehole, but then they become brothers and then he dies. What a fucking trope. Tropes everywhere in this film. It, yeah. I still really don't understand how it ended up as the highest grossing film of all time. A lot of marketing. Yeah, and a lot of fucking spectacle. But it would have entailed people going, like a lot of people going multiple times. Yeah, I knew a lot of people who did. I think because it was the first... Real big 3D spectacle. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was the first one that was mainstream. But like, it wasn't like it had to go to a movie or whatever to go see. Yeah. 
like, and now everything's in fucking 3D. Yeah. I avoid 3D if I can. I enjoy it. Some movies it works well, some movies it doesn't. Yeah. Um, this we've covered. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, we talked about Star Wars mm. and stuff like that. I, I did enjoy the the, CG, the 3D for that. There's other things I, I would not bother no. going to or releasing 3D. I would have liked to see Sausage Party in 3D. I would say it. Did I watch Ghostbusters in 3D? The second time? I think anything that has lasers needs to be seen in 3D. Yeah. <clears throat> or a space battle. Yeah. Or an air battle. Independence Day would have been good to see in 3D. If I bothered to go see it. Did anybody? Um, no. By all reports, it was rubbish. I heard as much. Um, yeah. Jim, take note. Big du- action sci-fi films don't need sequels. Uh, yeah, it just... I think the problem with Jim Cameron is once Titanic became like, took over the world, he thought he could do no wrong. Because he only made like six films. He done True Lies. Yeah. There's a reference to that in this. Is there what? Um, when they're on the ship and he's like sliding off and grabs onto the missile. Yeah. That's a reference to True Lies. Oh, cool. I read about that. Earlier today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, people should like this film. It's fun. They're big and exploding in sci-fi. It is very Modern Warcraft, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It's probably a better Warcraft movie than the Warcraft movie was. That wasn't hard. <laughs> oh, you saw that, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, I was going to go until I heard that there definitely wasn't any reference to Leroy Jenkins in it, and then I went, nah, fuck yeah. I, and it was because I went with, um, that was name, we went to see it, and he's a, a big Warcraft fan, who <laughs> walked out after it, and he liked it. He yep. quite enjoyed it. And I'm just going, shit, the plot was terrible, it was overly cartoony. It was, same to, it was like the CG. Sort of like this? Yeah, the CG hadn't changed. In, like, I mean, there was some parts, like you could, the skin texture and everything on the orcs was amazing. Yeah. And stuff like that. And it was, I guess that was another reason why it appealed More to this guy. More than you can guy. say about the Navi in this. Yeah. Well, that's why it really appealed to this guy as well, because he... You know, that's what he does for a living. Yeah. Well, not for a living, yeah, but he you know, studies and, and does it, and it's part of his education or whatever. Oh, fuck, I'm clever. Just, oh, no, that sounds like a dude I know. Yeah. Might <laughs> be the same guy. I, that could be. That could be. <laughs> Apparently he was also a pro wrestler at some point. Yeah. You might know him. I might know this guy. <laughs> Apparently he plays D&D sometimes. I think so. Sometimes at this house. <laughs> and you Sit. might recognise. They're sitting over there. <laughs> um, so you're talking about Mizzy, right? You're talking about Mizzy. <laughs> Mizzy, I'm talking about you. Well, I don't think he's been on the show. If you listen. But you won. Um, but yeah, I, he, I think that's another reason why he might have enjoyed it more than I did. Because he was all about doing that. At, yeah. He I, took it as a learning experience. Well, yeah. And I... I yeah, he's quite good at what he does. And he is. He's amazed at some of the stuff he does. Like, he's looking at it like, holy shit, I knew the man who did that. Yeah. And, yeah, it's really, really cool. And it's good to, it's one of those things that's like, it's good to, to be with someone who can sort of explain some nuances and stuff yeah. like that. And, which he did, I mean, for the most part, we were just trying to watch the movie, which plot was just terrible, felt rushed and all that sort of stuff. It felt like, the D and D movie. Oh yeah, it felt like that. It c- probably could have done with a Wayans brother. Oh, that's oh, that's low praise. Why do they have backup secret other than in case because, the military? Other than military. because reasons. I mean, I guess it could be 
Like if you're doing science in the Hanging Gardens and you need to very quickly jump into your avatar, so as you're flying all the way back, so I guess I'll just answer my own question. Yes. Never mind. And also, necessary for the plot. That's right. That's probably more accurate. Well, think of it like a forward research base. Which yeah. Just happen. Is that the cat or the movie? That's um her. Ah, oh. Natiri. So the blue cat. It's just every time the noise happened, the cat had stopped licking its bits just beforehand. <laughs> Their faces look exactly like raptors. And they sound like them too. Listen. Oh no! Now she's feeding a little flying body. You can see a lot of raptor in that. Oh yeah. And Technicolor. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of Technicolor. Oh, now she's going to fuck it. <laughs> see the smile on his face? Here. And hers. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Oh, yeah. Giggity, giggity. Giggity, giggity. There's a girl here who's going to fuck a flying dinosaur thing. We'll find out how. After this. Giggity, giggity. I like the cute Um. Yes? Yeah. What were we talking about? Just I don't remember. Oh, Warcraft movie. Warcraft movie instead of Avatar. Instead of Avatar because of the CG and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Why, do we, why were we talking about that? I don't know. Look, oh, no, Chris said Cause this it looks like Warcraft. Could have been better than the Warcraft movie. Back on track. Okay. Yeah. It looks like world. Yep. With yep. Cool. And That's a big fucking trace. It's a, it's a really interesting looking world. It looks amazing. It just... It, there is no reason this film to not have any form of legacy whatsoever. It would... I think it... Yeah. I'd love to see a video game where you could explore... You could actually go use like the Assassin's Creed style movement yeah. system. To In this sort of massive, just, just a jungle environment. Yeah. Just trick around and just do things. Yeah. Obviously, you know, put a plot to it or do Don't. what we do in most games and just fuck about. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here's a bit of exposition again. My question is, Grace is all about... She's, this is the only scene I think you see where she's not smoking. A, in the 22nd century, I'm fairly confident that shit's going to be long gone. Mm-hmm. How does she keep getting resupplies of smokes? Maybe they have a lot... Well, they are on a military base. Yeah. But no, she's the only character that you ever see smoking. Mm, true. But it's interesting that she's not smoking out there, sort of on the closer out into the planet. She's only smoking really when, on the base. When she was in the main base there. Yeah. Where, like, it's all filtered and whatnot. Well, that's true. But she was when they first got there. And now, here's this guy, who I don't really don't understand his point other than to be the guy that was supposed to go out and be the envoy that got replaced by the grunt. There's a scene there where he moved his leg on his own accord. Did he? Yep. I didn't even know. So his leg just after he put his legs down, he moved a little bit. <laughs> Look at me, I'm riding a six-legged horse! And then he fell off it. So is this technically a montage? I it, think so. Is this to be a drink? Because even... What are we having a drink in, guys? Well, we yeah, I've lived in this house for five years with um, two other boys. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. So everything we end up watching turned into a drinking game. Yeah. And so, you know, you couldn't... We end up having rules that apply to just every movie. 
Universal right. Special Rules. Montage. Yeah, montage was one, boobs, sex scene. Every time somebody has a drink, every time there's an explosion, mm-hmm. every time somebody dies, uh, and every time you hear Arnie go, yeah, which is surprisingly often oh. in non-Arnie movies. What? Yeah, it's like people always watch uh, a lot of things as Arnie movies on the background. It's surprising how often it really? comes up. It's sh- shocking. Really. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not like every movie you watch it happens, but there's a lot of movies set in like sort of present times that are a little bit cheesy and stuff. But yeah, it happens more often than you'd think. Plus, you know, I love Arnie, so you do. a lot of Arnie movies involve this. <laughs> there was a couple other ones. Also, but yeah, it's like ones like every time somebody drinks. Oh, product placement is also a drink. Yep. So Transformers was oh, ending up messy. Yeah. Back to the Future gets you written off. Really? Yes. Well, look at the opening for Back to the Future. Yeah, true. Just, well, but that's, that was so subtle though. Yep. Like, I'd sit there with, with Jazz and say product placement and she'd be like, where? With the big JC Penny thing in the background. Wouldn't even notice it. Yep. The, you know, the Nike shoes. Yep. The um, cameras. The Mattel logo on the hoverboard. Yeah, exactly. Things like um, petrol stations and stuff like that. Tax code. You can Pe- trust your car yeah. to the system with a star. And then, um, like... Uh, oh, that's beautiful. Pepsi Fre- falling asleep. Pepsi Free. Yep. Which was a big experiment in the early 80s. Yep. Th- uh, things like that. You've got to pay for it. And then she's, and she's like, oh, DeLorean. I'm like, no, that's actually not. Because DeLorean went defunct before the movie started. Yeah. And now back, as a result... But she was like, shit. Like, you tried. You gave it a... A for effort. Yeah. A for execution. And also a spelling lesson. But... This looks far too orgasmic when she drinks this water. I want some of that water. Must be coconut water. Way too... Oh. Corn water. Coconut water. I think the fact that they're a little bit too sexualized with their relationship with the world. That's not like a comfortable death position. When you're probably not real, com- not real worried about being comfortable when you're dead. I don't know, but these their memories and everything live on in the trees. Well, that's true. So they might still. Whoa! That thing has no evolutionary point whatsoever. It, it just can... looks like he's dizzy. And they're like, "Yeah, let's just trigger it all off." You know what? The, cr- the little creatures probably fucking hate it. Yeah, it doesn't look pleasant. No, it looks uh, actually it looks like a Mardi Gras parade. <laughs> they got the big. Yeah, they yeah, got, the like big the drag queen yeah. sales. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it looks like fun. Let's do that. Okay. Just marching up and down the streets in Wall's End with big dresses on. That's a really good way to get killed. Yeah. I imagine Nader turn up and just go, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> and also not. Yeah. Or more confused. No, there she is. Right, Smoking away in the little caravan. Smoking one on a holiday. Pink. I like this. So she just grabs him by the wheels. No, no, son. You eat food before you go back on your dates. So the food comes in little ration packs, but she can... It seems like an odd character choice. Hmm. Maybe it's just to show she's stressed. Yeah, oh, yeah, I guess. They could have made a grey hair. Rather than a ginger. You know, Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney Weaver. You can't go wrong. Well, apparently James Cameron was reluctant on picking her because she was too much of a safe choice. Too much of a safe choice. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because she's her and she's good in everything. 
Yeah, but I think it's one of those things where she's one of those actors where you know who she is, and it's so hard to disconnect. Yeah, it's like watching anything with Tom um, Cruise. Yeah, well, Tom Cruise, um, George Clooney, yeah, uh, Brad Pitt, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones, hmm? Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. <laughs> but then again, Tommy Lee Jones only plays Tommy Lee Jones. That's right, and there's no there's no shame in that. <laughs> you know what you're getting, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, yeah. Bankable guy. We got to. Th- we have to thank him for movies like this. Have you heard the logic behind that? What? Okay. Why, why are we thanking Adam Sandler for Avatar? So the thing is, teach us all, Kim. Adam Sandler movies make, on average, thirty to thirty-three million dollars gross profit. Right. So they know that no matter how shit the movie is, they will still earn them thirty to thirty-three million dollars. Right. So they will happily put out pixels. Well, that, that was uh, extenuating circumstances because that was a movie with a budget uh, for like CG, for other actors and stuff like that. Peter Dinklage. Well, yeah. I've never seen it. Is it any good? No, I haven't seen it. Um, so, people. But yeah, the, those, those movies like um, That's My Boy and all that sort of stuff. Oh, and anything with, he does with Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, but essentially it's the same sort of cast that are in these ones. They're not set anywhere crazy. They've got limited set locations. The storyline is generally um, co-written by him. Yeah. So they save a lot of money. So it doesn't cost too much to produce the movie. And then, so they still, their profit is 30, 33 million. And they know that they're going to bank on that. People, are, it's his safe option to have for people to go to the movies, you know. This is why there's so many reboots and remakes and all of these things as well. Yeah. But so he's earning these um, production companies this amount of money. This- so, Theorized 30 to 33 million, yeah. Yeah, so they, they put out four of them a year. They've got one big budget movie they can make. That they can theoretically take a risk on. Yeah. Was it something like a Now You See Me or a, or a Ben-Hur? Exactly. Oh, so, Ben-Hur's going to ruin my point. Like a Now You See Me or a whatever other movie that's not based on a pre-existing property and I can't think of one that's come out in the last 12 months. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, that I've seen, there isn't one. That I've gone to the movies to see, yeah, and your Marvel films, yeah. and Ghostbusters and Star Trek. Yeah, I'm trying to think. The only one I can think is, oh, for me, Sausage Party. Yep. But um, yeah. So he's a, a bank. I was going to say, oh no, Jungle Book. S M R T. Yeah, so that, that's um, that's why they. So if you ever ask the question, why does he still make these shitty movies? That's why. That's why. Because they can. Yeah. What were you saying before we started recording about the language? Um, it was Jeb. What's his name? Jim Cameron. Um, actually hired a doctor who was a linguist, right, to create a language specifically. Did I say specifically or specifically? I hope you said specifically. I hope I said specifically. Anyway, um, for the movie, yeah, that was easy to learn, right. But wouldn't uh, doesn't sound like anything that's already been spoken. Yeah, it actually sounds like quite a hard task, really. Well, but he created a thousand yeah. words. Yeah, and so the actors had to at least learn their lines. Yeah, to sort of learn a basic syntax. It wasn't like uh, Fifth Element, where Jean um, Lupuson, Lupuson, <laughs> I was thinking Jean Luc Picard. <laughs> <laughs> Or Jean Renard. Yep. <laughs> um, him and Mila Jovovich actually 
learnt an entire language or wouldn't have conversations in it, even if there were words that weren't used in the movie. Really? They would have full conversations and then they end up together. And he had a weird thing with dating these younger actresses. Was it? No, he was, he was married to the diva. And, and he left? Did he leave the diva? Or there was something about him and, oh. him and Mila end up hooking up. Oh, Plava Lagoon, whatever her name was. It was a stony chest, gallstones. This is a big fucking gallstones. Oh, that is one hell of a way to get them out. It was painful, but... This probably this is probably my favourite sequence of the film. You cut open the Bruce Willis. Oh, that no, she no, he didn't cut her open. She got shot by one of the things. He's going to fuck. I'm going to tear open your wound. But you know this bit where they're going up to the very top of the hanging hanging gardens. Imagine doing this in Assassin's Creed. Oh, would you die so much? Oh, yeah, you would. Yeah, this bit where they go up to to all, all the the rookie warriors to go and capture one of their dragon things. It's cool. I dig it. And the whole idea, if you've got to tame it, then, yeah, then you get one that you, that's yours. I like it. Yeah. There's a lot to like about this film. It's just Cameron in D&D. <laughs> hey, there's something that flies. Let's ride it. <laughs> that character has nothing in ride. Yeah, do it anyway. Yeah, don't, don't try and stop me in that one. Oh. I think I'd be pretty successful at riding things. You, you know, I get on it and then I just fall off. Yeah, and a fair point with the fucking horse. We don't talk about that. <laughs> that wasn't me. I wouldn't have been on... I do not ride horses. Dragons, ethereal creatures. Arse blasters. Yes. If it has wings, then it should be a rancor. Yeah, rancor. What else have you ridden? Cybernetic gorilla. Uh, a Jem'Hadar. You are a Jem'Hadar. No, no. Duncan. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it sort of translates over both my characters. Yeah. Well, to be fair, um, your rat fake has a riding dog. Yep. Old yep. puppy. But I do not do horses. No. Horses are bad. The one time you did when it wasn't your choice. <sighs> Wouldn't have done the horse. <laughs> I'd be in there just trying to fight till I fell down. I'd be trying to get shot. <laughs> question about the movie we're watching. Uh, yeah, well, I've He's got her as his personal tutor to teach him how to be a warrior. Yeah. Do all the other Padawans, or just him? I think he gets an exemption because he's not Cause an he's actual a, alien. Because he's a sky people. Yeah. And he doesn't understand their ways. Right. Well, then shouldn't it have to be, fuck it, work harder? Not get Uhura to help you? With her mm-hmm. space scar? She was Uhura, wasn't she? Yeah. She's Uhura and Gamora. Oh, yeah. That's why I keep calling her Blue Gamora. I, I understood the Gamora. I completely forgot that she was Uhura. Yeah. You forgot a lot about those films, didn't you? I know, right? I, I quite enjoyed them. <laughs> yeah. Except for the, their attempt at a Klingon. Oh, that wasn't a Klingon. It was... It was a thing, alright. Well, listen to the raptors. Okay, they don't look... As, they don't sound like as like raptors at the moment. <laughs> Maybe they sound like Diplodocus. Or Diplodocus, however you want to pronounce it. I don't know. Who? I don't know. Wait, which one was the one that done the spitting thing? That's the Dilophosaur. Dilophosaur. The Diplodocus is a real fucking big one. Yeah. As big as a Brachiosaur. They're not real. That's a Brontosaurus that doesn't Brontosaurus. Work. Because it was a head... But then it, but then it turned out it, it was. Turned out it was real. Yeah. Oh, I was gutted when they took the Brontosaurus away from me. And then they... Then they it gave it back and I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you, science. I think that was... Uh, I think it was like a Pluto thing. It's like, oh, yeah, we made a mistake. Like Pluto's not a planet. Fuck you, it's not. 
maybe it is. Yeah. <laughs> you better look, yeah. That's fucking right, nerds. scientists. I'll give you what fucking... Do you, what do you fucking know? Telling us shit based on empirical facts. Get fucked. <laughs> yeah, where's my Bible? Who was even the target audience for this film? I mean, the answer was everyone, because every yeah. bastard watched it. Anyone who wasn't colorblind. Oh, God, imagine that. You'd be watching some green blobs get there. Maybe there's Easter eggs and stuff in there. For, for the colorblind? Yeah. Like, you know how a colorblind can actually see things like, um... They yeah. get them to do, like, scout photography and stuff like that, like, jungle, because they can pick out where, um... Like, in camp... Like, yeah. Military use it. They take black and white photos. Oh, they take the photos of, like, jungle and bushland. And the normal human eye can't actually make out where these buildings and stuff are being because of the camouflage. Yeah. People who are colorblind can't. Yeah, right. It's, yeah, it's... That's real curious. It's weird because, yeah, if you're colorblind, there's a good chance you'll be given that job through, um, military. It does have four eyes. Or one eye that's sort of shaped like a figure eight on each but side. that one's a flying thing. Well, they're very similar because they've all got the fucking... Yeah. They're all dickheads. Yeah. Maybe they've got peanut eyes. Well, maybe. Got an anaphylactic shot whenever you look at anything. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. It's a different eye, though, because it's a different colour. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a flying version. It's like the two... Maybe. It's like a ground... Well, because they've got this symbiotic relationship, but it only seems to be with the horsey things and the flying raptors. Maybe they're all sort of descended from the same... Maybe they're kind of like a Pokemon situation. Where the th- they're they're all the same basic species, but it's different bits of it. Well, I was actually, if that makes sense. You know, you know what I'm trying to it, say. It does make sense because I was thinking, um, for any Warhammer nerds out there, orcs were the same sort of thing. Yeah, they had different types of orcs, which all descended from the same. Yeah, yeah. So you know, they were like you had your snot, uh, your snotlings, your Gretchen. Your orcs and then your big black orcs and, yeah. and stuff like that. They all came from the same sort of one. Apparently, squigs and everything, which are the yeah. other crossbreeds, are all offshoots from the same thing. They were just yeah, yeah. different, almost like different stages of evolution. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to. Yeah, the same sort of thing. So this, yeah, it stands to reason. It could this, be because yeah, it's like they're all one. Well, yes, that's the overall point, but. It's conceivable that because they've all got this interconnectivity, I mean, then granted they can do it with the world, but it's like a whole completely different evolutionary thing. Where yeah. if you got down to a genetic level, them, like the the Navi, the raptors in space, and the horsey things would probably all share some sort of common ancestry. Yeah. Or because so, I mean, even look at the like the skin patterns, the skin patterns, and the skeletal structure, and like yeah. the way the muscles are working. I mean. Whoever's done this CG's done a lot of work to get them to actually look as good as they do. Because, like, this bit when they're flying, that looks fine. Because hmm. it's in the skin. There's no frame of reference for anything. But, you know, I reckon there's some sort of genetic similarity between, like, they're all yeah different accessories to the same thing. Yeah. It's, I, well, I, you look at the way the the you know, the blue guys... Uh, the, um... Navi. Navi. Like, how they like their upper body's really quite... Sort of bulked out, and they go to a tiny V taper with their. And the same sort of thing as that does the same thing. Yeah. The, the big chest with the really slim sort of butt area. Yeah. And the horses are the same sort of thing. It's all. And so, the gangliness, and they've got tails. Well, yeah, that's. Well, the tail would be a, um, a balancing for when they're doing their, their parkour through the trees and, and shit. Monkey and stuff. Yeah. 
and they're, and they're like, they've never all got that aerodynamic shape to them, like the much smoother faces. Yeah. So I think, yeah, they've all sort of evolved very much to, again, just be in that natural environment, to be inter- interconnected with these flying things and the horsey things. Because I don't think, I could be wrong, remind me when we get to the end and she climbs on the tiger thing that tried to eat him at the start. I'm not sure that they've got the penis connection. Then again, they could still be a... An offshoot of them again, yeah. It could all be... What's well, Yeah, again, very much that symbiotic relationship between environment, animal, Navi. Because mm. they do that whole spiritual connection through the soul tree, which we're about to see. That is amazing. It just looks... It's a very impressive-looking world. It looks great. And it's... I, if we're watching it in 3D, it might be completely different again as well. Like, because yeah, I haven't seen it in 3D since it came out. Yeah, so it would probably it's either be a lot better or a lot more of a, it was a lot more mind blowing. Because I remember coming out at the scene at the movies, and I'm like, yeah, no, I understand the hype now because hmm. that was great. But then it's a, a, the last third of the movie is the Jedi battle, hmm. and it's all in 3D and a big spectacle. I just remember it was pretty, and that was essentially it. Yeah. But then again, remember where I was living at the time. Any good that I came across was great. I think that big thing actually had the... The tendril? Thing off it. Yeah. Let's find out. But they're the hunting them. That's the thing. Well, they, they, they do hunt things, but then they're always sad, and they thank it for their sacrifice, because you don't... You don't keep your energy. It's all part of the Yahweh thing. And I think they yeah. do. Yeah, it's, they've got them. So everything's designed with a USB plug on the back of its head to USB to everything else. I don't think this... I don't think that was the ears, man. I don't think it was the, the USB port. I can't tell. I don't think they do. Oh, right in the side nostril on the side of its head. Which is, again, an interesting evolutionary spot that they breathe through the sides of their heads and not the front so they can move faster without having to have that rush of wind coming in. Mm. Nat 20. Cool shot. So, it's, so he's shouting hell yeah and she's picking it up. So who's teaching who? <gasps> it's a symbiotic... Thing between them two as well as it, oh, it's a deep film. Well, that that looked impressive. That actually was really cool. That, that sequence that looks really. But like I said before, all these bits with the dragon things—I think they're called banshees, um, or whatever nappy word they use—are real good. The flying sequences are great, and there's his old matey foreshadow. I do like this thing. He ends up riding to unite the people. Spoilers. Oh, big, the <laughs> biggest, scariest phoenix-looking thing that they could come across. Yeah. Oh, God, that's the imagery they were going for. Because in the end, he's in disgrace with everybody because it turns out he's the sky people and he was in with the jerks. And then he rides this thing like a phoenix from the ashes and it's what it's supposed to look like. And, oh, Jim Cameron, your subtext is not subtle. Yeah. Yeah, but he's the chosen one. He is the chosen one, and you knew it from as soon as he was in the movie. Yeah. 
I mean, it's very much a hero's journey sort of thing. I do like the way that these things catch onto walls with their hooks and things. With dragons and... Yeah! Harry Potter. I like Which these. wasn't actually dragon, it was a word. Are they effectively the same thing? Uh, dragons have four legs and two wings, whereas a wyvern has two legs, two wings. Oh, wow. See, Game of Thrones, they finally, people are starting to accept that the mother of dragons doesn't actually have dragons. She has three wyverns. <laughs> um, and I, I'm saying it to Jazz all the time if you watch it. I'm like, they're fucking wyverns. <laughs> and she's like, what's the difference? I'm explaining, there's no difference. And now there's like stuff coming out on Facebook which is all about, like, you know, mythology and whatever, and, yeah, they're weapons. <laughs> like, I've read it, I was like, boom, Punch! Said it since the second they hatched out of the little eggs, they were crawling <laughs> all over To be honest, Warhammer taught me that. Yeah. Yay, Warhammer. Get onto it, kids. Actually, don't anymore. It's now too expensive and too confusing. Really? Oh, yeah, it's just, I don't know, it seems I've lost all the magic it used to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I oh, know the models just don't. Uh, there's something about it. It's way too expensive considering all the other ones that are out there now. Yeah. The game systems and whatnot. There's like, still some ridiculously pretty models. Oh, yeah. And if you've got the time and ability to do the paintings. More about the money now. That, yeah. <laughs> That's the part. These <laughs> like are really, yeah. Well, to me, they just look really atrophied. Which they should, because he doesn't... Oh, look at that. That's like almost too atrophied. And the odd socks. And the odd... Oh, there's no shame in odd socks. I know, but it just shows another sort of thing about him. That he doesn't really care about his human... And the, and the, like, and the beard as well. Yeah. He, he's spending less and less time caring about this body. And they showed the, uh, you know, the Marine Corps thing on his belly. Yeah. Show that he's, you know, a marine. And marines are quite well known for their discipline. Oh yeah. Now here he goes going for a shave, only because he was going to hear the colonel under the under the flag sign under the flag window rather. I will fuck you up, son. I thought he was going to hit you. He's going to do the backward seat. Uh, he's he's going to do the backward seat. He's the backward seat. Oh, oh the backward seat. Oh, he's being serious. Business is meant. The people still do that. When business is being meant. That's true. You know who used to do it a lot? Will Riker. He does a step over. Yeah. Dad, I finally saw the first one, like, not in the highlight video- videos, but finally saw the first one where we went to um, you know, Picard's quarters and I'm like, he's going to do it, he's going to do it, he's going to do it. And this big cheer erupted from my room. <laughs> we did the step over onto the seat. Yeah. Yeah. And Jazz was with me. And even Chi Chi got excited. He's like, you're pathetic. It's like when he does, when, when Picard steps up and fixes his tunic and does the Picard maneuver. <laughs> yep. Or he yells at Will Wheaton. Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> the first time he said, shut up, Wesley. What? Shut up, Wesley. Get off my bridge. He's such a prick to him. Oh, but to be fair, Wesley Crush is painful. Well, he's, sometimes he's not even doing anything. He just yells Shut out. up, Wesley! Yeah, he didn't do anything. And then... Sit down, Wesley. Get back on your scooter and fuck off. It's not uh, quite that bad, but it sounds like it. Number two, if I was to invite you to join me in a joking calling Commander Wolf's head a fanny, 
<laughs> oh, yes, I would. Number two, Commander Wolf's head looks like a fanny. <laughs> well, oh, he's starting like... to have doubts on his mission. Oh, they're doing the paint ritual. You know, he feels bad. He doesn't know who he's betraying. I don't even know who I'm cheating on anymore. It's all whiskers. It's going to be in cats. Oh, they're doing a production of cats. Oh, but they're already cats. So now they're just doing retracted. But if they do it, it's just called us. Actually, my, my look friend, at me, flag thing. Oh, look at me. I'm very good, handsome man. I'm now the son of a word I can't pronounce. Heropos. <laughs> He's part of the people. Finally. He's the people's champion. So why haven't they done this for all of the rookies? Because yeah. special? We've been accepted to the tribe, but Grace isn't. Fuck, that looks like blue CG Sigourney Weaver, and I know it's supposed to, but it really does. Yeah. Congratulations. We're now part of the tribe. Yeah, f- fabulous. Just what I've always wanted. Yeah, where's our 3PO? <laughs> yeah, it's old matey from Dodgeball. <laughs> Here we go, back in the iridescent love scene. Can you feel the love tonight? It's like uh, Lord of the Rings in the Elven town where um, Aragorn and oh. uh, Liv Tyler's daughter. Oh, uh, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler's daughter. Yeah, Liv Tyler's that's daughter. Bit, that's, that's creepy. That's a bit weird. Stephen Tyler's daughter. Yes. Yeah, but those two do the thing under the stars. Yeah. On the bridge. And they're going to do the thing in the holy place? That's sort of like... It's like disrespectful? Like, I would... Oh, but then again, they're all connected, so you know. But it's, it's like... Hippies. If this is all true, it'd be like, so, it'd be like your deep religious nuts going to have sex at a cathedral. Well, she's about to duel with a tree. Oh, she's a, she's a flora fauna. Which one's which? She's a floralphiliac. Because she's into doing it with plants. And now he's going to fuck... They're going to have a threesome with a tree? Well, That's he's, just... he's doing three tendril things. So is he... Oh, fuck! He's gone... He's gone wrist deep. He's gone three in the pink. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> How many has she got? Just the one? You can hear my thoughts. I know you're a bad man. Why has she got a spacer? In her ear. Because they're hippies. Yeah, but hippies don't have spacers. Hippies live off the land. You know, hippies are into the body mods and stuff as well. Yeah, alright. Whatever. She's giving him dodgy CG sexy eyes. Excuse me if I'm wrong, but is that a blue nipple I see? Yeah, there's been a few nipples in this. But not his. That's weird. Men don't have nipples. We don't need them. No, but we have them. Why? Why do we have them? Because all all mammalian embryos are inherently female. It's not until you get an enzyme part the way along that you actually... When that chromosome comes along, to actually... So that's why. How about that? Yeah, did you not know that? No, I didn't. There's some science for you. I think it's accurate. Oh. Why do these creatures even kiss when they can just go tendril to tendril? It's foreplay. It's romance. He's teaching. Oh, he's teaching her the ways of the sky people. That's a good move. What is she holding? Oh, I thought it was that, that she had hold of her tail and her head dick was flapping around behind her. 
Oh, look at the way they entwine, like fingers curling together for the first time. Oh, you know he's done it? already. <laughs> it's like the fucking telepathic headset things in Demolition Man. When they have a telepathic Yes! Sense. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> oh, look at them doing it. It's weird. They cats? Yeah. Doing the pole. Doing the, oh, it makes sense. From a, but he should be trying to fuck her human style. And she'd just be all about, no! Do me in the colaca. Do me in the cerebral cortex. Well, that's kind of what they do with the plug and play. <laughs> I'm done. Nice. <laughs> plug and play, I'm out. Conquer stands it. <laughs> I've peaked. We're only two thirds of the way through this film. No, we're actually we're only about halfway. My God. Really? Yeah. I thought we were right near the end. No, I'm in. Jesus Christ. No, they blow up home tree and then, yeah. I think we're going to have to have intermission on this thing. Yeah, hold on. Uh, where's my pause button? Where's my pause button? Where's... If I turn the controller on. Yeah, it's dead, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We're at the, we're at the hour and 38 minute mark of a film that goes for two hours and 58 minutes. Sorry to cut in past me, but at about a minute and a half, maybe two minutes after this, we got bored and decided we were going to call it a night. So that's it for Avatar Part 1 and our first episode back. We'll be back next week with a visit from Matt Hanson talking about the 30th, 30th, 50th anniversary of Star Trek. Week after that, we'll be back with Avatar Part 2. Bye. Yeah.